Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. I am John Fahey, and I think you're just great. Over there's Aaron Peter. <laughs> Treat me like I'm freshly stung by a jellyfish. Oh, oh. get off. Where? Everywhere. Mm, yes. all over. Mainly yeah. in the back of my fucking mouth. Yeah, you're not going to believe this, but the jellyfish <laughs> stung my face. Dude, <laughs> it, it stung my uvula. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get back there? It stung, oh, yeah. Stung, the jellyfish stung my balls. It stung my tonsils. Could you imagine? Piss all over these balls. Dude. To your right, my left handsome Matt Brousseau. Hello. Hello, buddy. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, pretty excited. Oh, good. Had some fun over on the Patreon. Extra mm-hmm. episode per week, folks, for $5 mm-hmm. a month. Uh, we had the Tay-Tay in the house. Mm-hmm. Really dialed it up to 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We yeah. really teed off and got mm-hmm. after it. Yeah, he's um, ripping and ripping. I got told you about my new friend from Chili's. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to listen to him. <sighs> I told, I I told him a little bit, bit today. About, yeah, yeah. I told Marcelo when I, I was so excited. I was like, hey, I made another voiceover person. And I was like, yeah, and Andy, so it's fucking, it sounds like this. Like, it's not an exaggeration. But yeah, I got his number, so I think we should have him on. <laughs> Let's call him on air, bro. Yeah. He's, um, man, this guy is so fucking awesome, dude. Like, he he sat down next to me, and the bar was pretty empty already, so I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you're like, I just want to be alone. But then I was so happy he he sat there, because, like, he was a real crazy motherfucker. Yeah. You know? Characters, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. And he like he he's at the Chili's because he's like you know he's a rich guy, so he lives over there. And he's like he's drinking Long Island iced teas, so he's like I don't want to get too fucked up and drive home, you know, or drive far home, you know. I, remember, I still need to get out of the house. <laughs> I'm lonely. He's got three different girlfriends. One of yeah. them, one of whom he only goes down on. He doesn't fuck her. Right, right, right. He has to crack his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, no. The two girls is when he was doing the neck exercises before he was talking about. He's like I'm about to eat so much pussy. He's like I started flexing my neck. Oh man, he, he from was, the Lenny Dykstra school. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of lingus. Man, fucking. Um, um, did you tell him the fucking the Lenny Dykstra story from Pat Barker? No, I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I there's know. more Lenny Dykstra stories. Yeah, yeah. Pat Barker has a great Lenny Dykstra story. Yeah, that's a real good one. Real good one. Um, All right, well, off the air. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, or Patreon, you know, pay for it, bitch. We um we uh we have uh I'm 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 doing next week. Aaron, you have one coming down uh-huh. coming down the pipeline. Big, big uh-huh. fat one. Then Matt's doing the uh the week after mine. So we can tell uh-huh. it we got we got uh, some programming here. I'm trying to lock down a couple of interviews. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking you, mm. but uh, more will be divulged on that topic in the future. Oh my god. Um when I get some hard yeses, you fellas are going to be the first to know. <laughs> you fellas. What? Um uh Matt, I believe you have a, a story for us today. I do, John. That's fucking sick. I'm fucking open your ears, man. Here we go. Uh, this one's about uh, socialites. Oh! Mm-hmm. I love to socialize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Socialites, John. Yeah, they socialize, it's right? right? It's, you know, not exa- you know, it's not exactly. Not necessarily. It's socialite. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not, you know, social butterfly. It's social uh, light. It's right. Like, it's like Obamacare. Yeah, like half calories. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like half Obamacare. the calories of socialism. Yeah. Same taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it, neighbor. Ah, so uh, most of my info um, 
Come from the Kwamazi Queen by Linda Hamilton. Also Annie's Nin's Diaries and uh, another book about this person. Um, anyway. Her name? Well, we'll get there. Oh, I thought you said her diaries. but Annie's Nin's Diaries. She was involved with this person. Oh, got it. Another person. Mm-hmm. Matt's being mysterious. I love it. Well, I can't tell you the info until it's time to tell you the info. <laughs> I got a chubby. All right, chub it up. I can tell. Chub, I got, a, chub, chub, it up, I got a chubby for mystery. This is a tale of art and fucking and... Uh, oh, and it's get And it's global. Dude, the globalists are mm. nutting now? Oh, my God. You know what that means. It's a good time. I love, I love international intrigue. So here's a, this is a story of a, a, a rich American woman. Um, it's up to you to decide whether she did it right. Uh, her, her, fa- her mother's family descended from William Bradford, the guy who was on the Mayflower, first governor of Massachusetts. Her grandfather was the first U.S. ambassador to Great Britain. Mm. Her uh, other grandfather was a coal and iron magnate, mm. led the Union Army to victory at the Battle of Antietam. Hey! Mm. Wow, no yeah. shit. Yeah, Jesus they, Christ. They went back. They went back. Uh, probably, 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 white, probably white folks. You have to imagine. <laughs> Mayflower. Yeah. Not a lot of diversity on the Mayflower, I'm afraid. Mm, no. <laughs> Just hats. <laughs> it might have started diverse, but by the time they got yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh no, no. <laughs> They ate the diversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she was born in New York, New York, April 20th, 1892, as Mary Phelps Jacob. For some reason, they all called her Polly. I don't know how things worked back then. Uh, she would later write of her parents. She wrote... Uh, my mother and father were never rich, or well, I'm sorry. My mother and father were never rich, or even well off. They married on an allowance provided by my grandparents, which oh. is which is um, a weird way of. Did they have a paper route too? No, they had an allowance and didn't work. Right, but you know they paper. weren't rich or yeah. wealthy. You know. Yeah. The grandparents were. Yeah, but the parents didn't have trouble. No. No. They but, were, but, they were but, fine. But technically, they could not be rich. That's true, John. But it is an interesting distinction. I wouldn't let my fucking kids spend this money. Stupid fucks. Keep them just at arm's reach. <laughs> her, her, uh, her parents did not provide her with any uh, formal schooling. Uh, but when she was eight years old, uh, her parents loaned her out to her cousin's family. Her cousin was like a weak kid, so the cousin's parents didn't want him going to boarding school yet. So, uh, so they, they, they basically like got her over to hang out with the cousin. God damn it. And, uh, he was a weak kid. Yeah. Man. So the uneducated leading the uneducated, is that what you're saying? I mean, so, so what happens is, is the cousin's parents get the cousin a tutor and she gets to learn. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm ready for boring school. Yeah. I'm so frail. And, uh, so, so she, um, so she stayed at the cousin's house for Monday through Friday, went back to the parents on the weekends. Ew. Help them with their lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so it's, it's here at age eight that she finally learned to read. Mm. And uh, she read so much uh, that she got headaches, so instead they took her out and uh, she also learned dancing and horse riding. Hey, you know? yeah, she's getting yeah. a whole education. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1903, age 11, her cousin, uh, now the, the cousin's parents believe he's tough enough to go to boarding school, so they send him away. Are you tough enough? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I'm ready to go to school now. I'm ready to go with the pig boys. I hope they don't pin me down in the shower. <laughs> I hope they don't. I want to find out who the daddy is day one. <laughs> Who's the daddy in the Oh, house? fuck, I got a new daddy. Oh, I got it wrong again. Bollocks. I thought, I thought, I thought my older cousin girl would show me how to be tough. <laughs> no, she just showed me how to take it from the daddy. <laughs> she, she just learned how to read she, instead. I just learned how to arch me back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once once he was uh, tough enough to go to boarding school, she was uh, sent back uh, to her parents' place in Manhattan full time until she was old enough to go to her own boarding school. <laughs> Dad's doing a paper route. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tally ho, neighbor. <laughs> uh, though, uh, so before she goes off to boarding school when she's like uh, 12, 13 or so, um, well, I guess it'd be about fourteen. Um, she uh, um, she goes on a summering with her aunt and uncle uh, to the Adirondacks and there she uh, she, nice. she does, goes uh, you know has a there's a late night da- late night dance for all the oh, young kids a real hooting in yeah oh yeah. And the poor kids camp comes and Mm-mm. they steal their panties <laughs> the meatball situation <laughs> and uh, yeah so I guess she's about 15 now and so uh, she she meets this guy Dick Peabody at the dance Dick Peabody, yeah, aka yeah, yeah. Sam Speed, Arvala. <laughs> Dick Peabody. Uh, Sounds like that guy got stung by a lot that's of jellyfish. Yeah, that's good to say. <laughs> that's, yes. Whoops! Fill <laughs> it up. Uh, so uh, uh, that night, while they're dancing, he is so uh, he he's so in and and. Enchanted by her that he asks her to marry him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, the rule is they just have to wait seven years for him to graduate college and then they oh, get married. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. half their life at this point. Yeah, nobody's going to change. Classic yeah. arrangement, dude. You got to do it. Uh, and so she goes back to boarding school, and uh, at the, around this time, her parents moved to uh, San Antonio, and she barely ever saw him. Her dad <laughs> tried to, to start up some business and failed, and so they just <laughs> then he, he had like bad uh, he had bad pneumonia or some sort of breathing problems. He said the dry I, air I, I, is. I think good they were for grounded. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sent him out to San Antonio. For their bake sale pr- business <laughs> yeah. failed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's when she's sixteen, nine, oh, 1908, Her father visits her. Uh, for the first time in the boarding school, and uh, a few months later, he's dead. Whoa! And uh, is, that, is it related? What she no. do? <laughs> no, no, yeah, she she told him to work harder. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm fucking this guy, Dick Peabody. Yeah, who's the daddy now? <laughs> Give me some lemonade, bitch." <laughs> and uh, uh, twenty years later, she would write a, an epic poem about uh, called "The Stranger." And the, the the hero was her father in it, hmm. so um, they must must have been really close. Huh. Okay. Uh. But though, though, to be fair, later in life she would say her father's side is the one that uh, um, brought out her entrepreneurizing. Uh, in, Entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, the lemonade stand. Uh, well, her, her father's side. One of the guys uh, invented the steamship. What? So, yeah. Sounds like everybody's doing well in this family, except for her parents. Yeah. Well, all the good ideas got in yeah, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was her, was her dad the one at uh, Landitown? What did he just say? <laughs> Laundromat? Antietam. Oh, no. Grand, <sighs> great, uh, grandfather. Great grandfather. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. That's okay. Yeah. Bradford. Or maybe, no, it's just her grandfather. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. He had all that fucking money, and he's like, I'm just going to fucking give my kid like five bucks a week. Yeah. That's it. Well, back then, that's a good, that's a, good, that's yeah, a tidy sum. Very, very nice, yeah. yeah. Keep the grandkids close. Yeah. yeah. But just not enough mm. for them to have really any... Uh, yeah. Don't want to get into trouble. That's right, freedom. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, sell drugs. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? They didn't have drugs. I mean, the allowance probably was enough to for everything, including drugs. Yeah. Well, there you, you go. Just, you just take them. You don't need to sell them. What year is this? Eighteen. This would have been early nineteen hundreds. Okay, they could have got some blow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They were get one of your uncle's steamships. Uh huh. Yeah. Go down there. Think trade some it. fucking lemon squeezies mm. for some <laughs> cocaine. Uh-huh. Trade the barter with the natives, as they say. <laughs> Those uh, leaf farmers look thirsty. And <laughs> 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 they won't shut the fuck up. It's like a lemon in their mouth. Uh, during the summers from boarding school, she would uh, live with her uh, aunt and uncle in New York. And uh, she would go to debutante balls and dances, and uh, mm. sometimes three a night. Oh my mm. god, they did the cha-cha slide and yeah. everything? Stay out to bed till 4 a.m. What is, what is the definition of a debutante? Um, is it kind of like a, a, yeah. a college-age social woman? I think it's slightly it, younger. Well, yeah, yeah, someone who's, they're not in college yet, but they're, they're out. Yeah, they're, yes. Yes. they're, they're, they're to the world they're as meeting a finished people, yes. a finished yeah. lady. Yes, they've gone through the you know the, the etiquette, finishing school. Uh, yeah, edit kick at classes. Our friend, uh, we talked about uh, with, uh, what's his name, uh, Dirty Debutantes, porn series. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Human Toilet Bowl. Uh, 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 Jimmy, uh, Gillis, Jimmy Gillis. Uh, Jimmy Gillis. Uh, Dirty yeah, Debutantes. Yeah. So yeah, that was another one that his partner stole from him, and then you know made mm. made millions off. Millions? I think millions. Yeah. Wow. And this guy just has human toilet poles. Mm. This guy's got Back real. to basics, I guess. <laughs> no, you do what you love. You never yeah, kind of have a Live off route. the land, you know? Oh God, directed by Dick Peabody. What? <laughs> That's got to be a fake. <laughs> so uh, so uh, one of these nights, uh, she's uh, she's getting ready. They all have to wear these like really tight corsets. And, Oof. Yeah. And, uh, and she's got, uh, you know. Heavy hangers. Good porch, just I mean? yeah. balcony, balcony, balcony. Well, you know, it's porch, Victorian, uh, porch, Ar- balcony. Victorian architecture. Balcony be good for you. <laughs> Mine's a porch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, mine's a deck. Huh? Oh, <laughs> <All> an eye. <laughs> one, one of these nights when she's uh, she's she's annoyed with having to put the corset on because she's got uh, you know the, big the, taters. Um, yeah, and uh, so she uh, she designs what she calls a backless uh, brazier, <gasps> and it's two handkerchiefs and some ribbons. And uh, she tells her friends about it, and they all go, oh, I want one. Uh, and so 1914, she's actually granted a patent. For the fucking and, uh, heavy hanger so, machine. Yeah, and so... Um, what, 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 what is it? Is it it's basically, she invented the, the bra. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it sounds like it was with still pretty uh, soft materials. Yeah. yeah. Handkerchiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a nice time. Mm-hmm. It's a real good time. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see an old one, one of those old swashbuckling bras. Oh, you want to see uh, some old boot? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, you you will later. Stay tuned. Are I, you I, fucking I, joking me, Aaron? <laughs> no. I hope this guy doesn't jack him. <laughs> oh, you're gonna hear about that too. Oh hell yeah! This rules, man. Dude, jerking off in handkerchiefs. Come on, Dick Peabody was oh. just the start. Handkerchief. Um, so uh, wankerchief. So when she's twenty two, that's good. Uh, when she's twenty two, it's a, it's a, uh, it's eighteen ninety four. I'm sorry, nineteen fourteen now. And uh, um, her and Dick Peabody, they get married. He graduates from uh, from Harvard. <laughs> and Show they, them. They get married. She's uh, already got fucking patents. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, n- neither of their parents attended the wedding. Um, that work. Well, her dad was dead. <laughs> there's dad a yard, was, there's yeah. a yard sale. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Being dead was the longest your dad did anything. <laughs> uh, not long after they get married, uh, she is pregnant with her first kid, Billy. Uh, Pauline would follow uh, a few years later, but uh, D- Dick was um, how you say a uh, uh, bad father. Uh, he was raised that children should be not seen and not heard. Yeah, and so when his kids started making noise, he left and went to the bar <laughs> and got the drunk. Fuck, the fuck is this shit? He stabbed yeah. his eyes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kathy uh, won't hear you. I don't know where kids come from. (laughs) (laughs) He liked to drink, and uh, so he would go out drinking. In fact, none of his family, they moved to Boston where his family was, and none of his family really ever cared about her and their kids. Yeah. Uh, Even though they were a socialite, you know, rich Boston family. Yeah. uh, There was only one person in his family who did care about uh, uh, Polly, and that was uh, Great Uncle Jack, a.k.a. J.P. Morgan. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's how rich they were. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Was he talking about the body parts? (laughs) (laughs) Body parts? How to get rid of body parts? How does a body part dissolve in turpentine? (laughs) Can you dissolve a body in lemonade? Body parts and what to do with them. <laughs> Wrap them in newspaper from your paper route, question mark. <laughs> How to reduce, reuse, and recycle body parts. <laughs> Which bin does the leg go in? <laughs> Can you actually lend a hand? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. No, that's, that's from the last episode, folks. Yeah. Actually, oh, we got a really nice compliment from Joel Atchett today about the- No, we did not. Doug Kenny Part 2. He loved it. He's, what did he say? He told me he was listening to it for the second time. Wow. Are you kidding me? Very nice, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Very nice. So uh, she would go to J.P. Morgan uh, if she needed uh, um, money or help with the family. And uh, he was always uh, helpful to her. Uh, she didn't have inheritance from her father, but Dick uh, blew it all by trying to start a shipping business in Boston. Mm. And uh, well, no success. And uh, he lost all that money. <laughs> uh, so he joined the army, the army instead. It's a... Uh, World War One time. Hey, good oh, move. yeah. Straight into the fucking grinder. Yeah, so first he goes to Mexico, then he goes to France. Uh, fooled around a lot. Uh, uh, like with women? Yeah. She, she would later write, she, uh, uh, she, she, she wrote, I lived like a nun while he was away, but in France, it was hard to live like a monk. So mm-hmm. she's going, well, you know, you fucked around. That's what they did out there, you know? I wonder, I wonder if he also found out. Because he well, fucked around? He, he, yeah, probably. Mm. Uh, the, the, he did win. He did get the uh, uh guerre while he was out oh. there. Oh, really? Yes, because of syphilis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was his war. That was his, his, his Vietnam. Can you get a purple heart from getting VD <laughs> <laughs> while on active duty? Yeah, it's not a heart, but yeah, <laughs> turns purple. Uh, and so after you know, fighting in two different places, he comes back. He's drinking more than ever. They bring him to a sanatorium. Uh, but uh, he he uh, he uh, bribes the uh, the 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 kid bringing the newspapers, which uh, is uh, probably <laughs> a fucking uncle yeah, or something. Yeah, and uh, that kid gets like sneaks him in some booze and so. Nice. Yeah. So Polly now now she's got two kids, uh, Billy five, Pauline two. She takes them. She leaves. Uh, she's twenty seven. It's nineteen nineteen. She's mm-hmm. not a young lady anymore. No, she's an old fucking maid. 
Uh, and so it, 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 next year, in, in 1920, uh, she was invited by another uh, rich woman in Boston named Henrietta Crosby to chaperone a 4th of July celebration for Henrietta's son and his friends. Hmm. Now, Henrietta's son was this man, Harry Crosby. He, he, um, he had returned from the war, and he, had, uh, he was also in the war. He, he also got the, the Cross de Guerre. And uh, he... Uh, uh, Enrolled in Harvard and 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 was on the was was graduating from there. But uh, he had um, one hell of an experience uh, in the war. Uh, yeah, he his job in uh, Verdun was to carry barrels full of sorry carry barrels full of amputated arms and legs from the front. Body pack. Body pack. <laughs> <laughs> Pot collector. Uh, the most devastating experience for Harry was a brush with death. His ambulance was decimated by a shell that exploded close to the field dressing stations. He survived. His friend Spud Spalding spent six months in a hospital recovering from shrapnel. <laughs> when, uh, when Harry got back to camp, he was seen running, more or less in circles, 50 yards in diameter, lap upon lap, without purpose or destination. Hmm. Uh, and uh, after the war... Yeah. He believed in, uh, in, in hero. Like, he, he went there, he, he volunteered. He wanted, you know, thinking about it, he's going to be a hero. Uh, but uh, when he got back, he uh, his mind had changed, and he started dressing in all black with a black flower in his lapel, and he painted his nails black. Nice. And he started becoming obsessed with death and the sun and Sisters of Mercy. Dude, yeah. Yes, yeah. dude, this fucking guy rules now. Well, yeah. Who's well, he? Well, his name is Harry Crosby. Okay, paint his nails black. And, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, that's wicked eyeliner. Back then, dude, yeah. I swear to God, Sisters of Mercy came on in my head as soon as you said. Oh yeah, I mean, he yeah. painted. It was like dum 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 dum. Okay, so Crosby is a friend. He moved into Bauhaus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Crosby is the son of um, a, a, a rich woman in Boston who asked um, who asked Polly to chaperone the the party for them. Okay. And he's eight years Polly's uh, junior. Junior. Yes. But that night, while she's chaperoning the party, he's a nineteen-year-old goth. Uh, well, but around this time, he is, uh, I guess he's like, he's 20, 21. Okay. Yeah, nobody was doing this back then. This is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, that night of the party, he ignores all the, the young women <laughs> sent there to entertain yeah. him, and he, and, he, and he spends the entire time talking with Polly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, body, big-chested fucking babe, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they spend- music. They, after the party, they drive off uh, to Nantucket Beach. They, they ride the Tunnel of Love. Uh, ride at Nantucket oh, Beach, man. and then a few weeks later, she takes his virginity. She wow. takes it. Yeah, give me that shit. Yeah, mm. snatched it. Damn. Uh, now she was still married at this time because I'm just not like all the other guys. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it's have very fun much. at war. War wasn't fun. <laughs> I had to pick up body parts, and I ran in circles for no reason. <laughs> really bummed me out. <laughs> Would you like me to lend you a hand? <laughs> I've got them here in my. Nothing <laughs> 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 without no polish. It's actually in the uh, glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> now she was, she was still married, and the relationship had to be a secret. But uh, she would later write, uh, "For the first time in my life, I knew myself to be a person." So she was finally taking control of her life. She felt. Yeah. Uh, still, uh, then you know it wasn't appropriate to get divorced. So when Dick Peabody showed up and was sober. Uh, she's like, okay, we'll try it out. Um, and he got a job at a local bank. And, uh, but eventually Harry started coming over, bringing presents for the kids. And so she admitted the affair to Dick. And in retaliation, he joined the local fire department. 
Mm-hmm. But then he started drinking again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to drink in the fire department mm-hmm. big time. I know all those guys. Well, Dalmatians. <laughs> so, so he started getting so drunk that he started uh, not showing up. So the fire captain installed a fire bell in their house and a oh, fire good. pole. To wake him up when he when he was super drunk, so God, he could. The God <laughs> guy starts probably on. start pole dancing. <laughs> ding 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 dong! It's a fire alarm fire in my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I see those fucking kids, I'm gonna set this house on fire. <laughs> you having piss on you to put you out? <laughs> Call me Peabody. Yeah. Uh, Peabody Pats. <laughs> so, so it didn't didn't work well enough. He was eventually fired from the fire department. Oh, it's right there in the name. God. But, but there, there's a rumor started, and, I, and it wasn't uh, a rumor. Limit, Linda Hamilton doesn't mention it in her book, but it was mentioned in other places. But not confirmed. But the rumor is fun is that uh, he just really liked to get drunk and watch buildings burn. <laughs> Zero. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That he probably had that in common with the goth guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, what do you guys do? Well, you put it out. No. Put it out. Put it out. Come on. Put it on. Let's just wait. Eventually it'll go out. I'll tell you about when me and Dodger watched that fire. Like we're like cheering on the fire department. They like their names in the back of their jackets. Mm-hmm. This this was like, I mean, like uh like uh, an inferno. Like mm-hmm. like like when the, the flames are breathing out the windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we come down, we're all drunk. <laughs> and uh, we're like, woo! Yeah. We're like, T-, T. Conroy, he's the man. And, like, the guy who owns the house is there looking at us, like, what the fuck? <laughs> the news is there and stuff. <laughs> it's just like me and my shitty friends. Bunch of us don't have shirts on. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could totally see that. I and we're just, it. like, talking shit. It was so fucking fun. You don't, you rarely do you get to see a, a house fully on fire. True. You know what it's I mean? It's for the best. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> no. And it was like classic, like abandoned house, homeless guy knocks over a candle, you know, that sort of mm. thing. Oh, well, mm. I guess there could be worse situations. Yeah, nobody died or whatever. <laughs> Except maybe him. No, I'm just... I'm, I'm, you can't the, kill those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The cockroaches, man, they'll fucking crawl out of the rubble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he teleported. <sighs> he was like, I'm ghost. <laughs> so now it's eyelids closed by sideways, you know. Now it's February 1922. Uh and uh, you know, polite society wouldn't you know they they would spread rumors about her. She was the problem. Mm-hmm. She was the reason that the marriage wasn't going well. Not the uh two men who fought in the war and had the Croix de Guerre. Yeah. Uh who uh, <laughs> she was she was the problem, not the men, you know. Yeah. Um, her, her, her with her high flying uh, contraptions, titty uh <laughs> yeah, titty, yeah. Titty zeppelins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have tie down. They're floating around. <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> human yeah. titty, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> keeps on giving. But in February 1922, she does finalize the divorce, uh, and uh, she she would write uh, later. She said, "Once you once you've known rapture, security is not enough." That was her. Take on yeah, her. Once so you fuck a goth guy who loves mm-hmm. to go down on you for hours mm-hmm. at a time, yeah. What are you gonna go mm-hmm. fuck this guy with shell shock? Yeah, he's always mourning. <laughs> in fairness, like, it's morning know, in America. It's morning. What? Yeah, dude. And he's fucking. He just watched like you know, hundred thousand people die or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't watch them. He just had to pick up their body parts. <sighs> it's even worse. 
But uh, her and Harry, then the two kids, they, uh, they decide to uh, move off to Paris. Hey. 1922 Paris. Time for them uh-huh. to get a taste. Mm-hmm. So in Paris, they, uh, they, they, they rent an apartment. The apartment was divided in two, so Harry wouldn't have to see the kids when he got home. Or when he brought over friends to party, he didn't have to pretend like there was some sort of domestic situation. Fuck, why these poor kids, man? It's like flowers in the attic. Yeah. You don't know what that is, right? Flowers in the Attic, do you know? No. I mean, I, I can, it it's sounds like, like it's something. Like, it's like a, like, like a horror movie of basically like negligent children like ushered away. Oh, the people under the stairs? Yeah. No, 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 they're up, they're up in the attic. Yeah, but the people are under the stairs. The people are downstairs. I don't know if they're under them. But you know the movie People Under the I Stairs? I know, I get your reference, goddammit. I'm sure you do, it's a Wes Craven vehicle. Mm. Yeah, it's a gimp mask, you know I've seen it. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I think David Burns in it. <laughs> Watch out! But, <laughs> so she liked the kids. It was Harry that didn't want to have to deal with the children. Of course. Mm-hmm. They weren't his, right? Yeah. Well, even, even their even own Dick father. Didn't you, know. Wanna... you know, the men. Uh, but in, 19, in 1923, uh, Polly, she, uh, she gets the kids a French governess and sends them off to live in Versailles in a, in a boarding house, but like a nice boarding house in Versailles, you know. Was this making this from bra money or J.P. Morgan money? No, I mean it's just uh, um, um, family money. That family money through Harry through, through Harry. her husband's side. Yeah, Harry, oh, Harry's from a very rich family. Yeah, well. oh, uh, that's uh, is that is that the, the family that has J.P. Morgan in it or no? No, that's the Peabody's. The Peabody's. Okay, excuse me. Um, real quick, is mm-hmm. she is there a trickle of money from the bra patent? Um, she would eventually sell it for like fifteen hundred bucks. Not a small like at the time. No, I mean at the time, not a not a bad deal. But I, mm. but you know, I think considering like, the rich history of bras. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but no, it wouldn't be a huge amount of income from that. She she tried to uh, uh, make uh, versions of it and sell it to stores, but it just it's, it's too much work for one person. Yeah, to do. Uh, but Better to uh, take a lump sum. <laughs> Isn't it great? You just put some stink on it and it's uh, gross. Yeah, man. I mean, it's the breast course of oh. act. <laughs> so stupid. If you do it right, your cups run it over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, now Very we're going to the land there. of milk and honey. Very nice. <laughs> tits, too, man. You said it, man. Um, like tits, man? You know, I do. I do. Mmm. So uh, so after uh, after they ship the kids off, uh, they uh, uh, then rent an apartment uh, just uh, overlooking the Seine, yeah, the uh, river in France. And uh, um, here I'll, I'll show you guys. Uh, so here's a picture of uh, Caress from around that time. Whoa! Oh, oh fuck! I'm oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to tell you that yet. Uh, Polly around I, that I time. I missed it. I missed it. Paul, that's Polly for you. Well, oh, she's in. cute. Let's take a yeah. look at her with the brassiere. She's got um. I see, I see. She's wearing some kind of deceased animal. I see this. She's a fur is murder. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's that's that's her. Nice. She's very pretty. She's mm-hmm. very pretty. Uh, and here's uh, oh, oh, I like. Oh, okay, look at that yet. I won't. I won't. I won't. And here's Harry for you. Harry. Harry. Oh, that guy's sick. So hey, this is the goth. Yeah. Dude, he looks. Dude, he looks like fucking Captain America. Well, yeah, yeah, that's why it's cooler. Imagine yeah, if Captain dude. America was goth. Mm. Oh, dude, if mm. he had like some eyeliner on underneath the fucking helmet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Big fucking Prince Albert. So that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they look like. Made of vibranium. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. 
<laughs> King T'Challa meet Prince Albert. <laughs> now you gotta soak the captain's dick. <laughs> How do you say I could do this all day? <laughs> so, um, where were we? So they get a, they get an apartment over the the Sien. The Sen. Sien. It's Sen. the Sen. It is the Sen. You're right. And uh, <laughs> thanks for testing me. <laughs> no, I just forgot what it was. Uh, and uh, Harry gets a job at a bank because his family has connections to uh, the the banks. You know, sure. Like almost. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, that's really embarrassing that it just was that way, right? We're like, hey, uh, <laughs> we have a ton of money. Wait, was? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying, yeah, no, but it, like, it was, I guess, like, much more barefaced that way, where it's just like, hey, man, you know, like that money place? <laughs> yeah. Just gonna have you work there. Yeah. No. Because, you know, like, we have all. And who knows? And we really want easy. people we know in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if Our they money's don't. money's there. Even if, they yeah. don't, even if they don't know how to do whatever. Yeah. We just need fun. some eyes on the place, yeah. you know. So it's it very nice to set up in the in the mornings he'd he'd dress up in his bank outfit. She'd put on a bathing suit. They'd go down to the river and uh, they would row row him to the bank, and then she'd row back. And then that's a nice little life. Yeah, dude, that, his Uber driver is a big breasted lady in a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know she would uh, and she'd probably do all the rowing too. Oh yeah, she's got a nice strong back. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's got to jack off too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that guy. nice e body. <laughs> Getting ready for work, yeah, I get it, yeah. Uh, and then she, she'd row home, and then uh, you know she would you know go to go to various marketplaces and buy art and shit to decorate the house or the apartment. And uh, Food? then she would uh, she she uh, took up uh, art and uh, sculpting, and ah. uh, uh, she uh, through the art classes she um, started meeting artists and started getting into the uh oh see some nude models. Oh, there's definitely absolutely. Uh, there was even one. one there, she she joined one art uh, institute, and the uh, the teacher um, basically assaulted her and tried to get her to uh, to new model for him. Mm. And uh, she eventually like was able to do it so slowly that Harry arrived on the time he said he was going to arrive, and so she's able to run out of there. Oh, she was like slowly peeling off. Her yeah, yeah. Bra. But she's like, Harry's getting here at two o'clock. How slowly can I strip? So this guy, mm-hmm. uh, but then she joins another one where she meets just this. She had one of those clown handkerchiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's just whoops, just oh. pu- uh, pulling it, pulling it out of her bra. She's oh, like, stuff. I, I had stuff. a really tight knot. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, she took up sculpting, and uh, th- so she went to this this uh, famous little art school called uh, uh, Atelier du Grand Chumière, and it's right in the center of Paris. There's a bohemian community all around it. Mm. And uh, stink. And uh, you know she. This is a, a a bust of Harry that she sculpted. Mm. Oh God. Oh wow, it's pretty fucking good. Hey. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, it's like, yeah, like it. That looks exactly like him. Yeah, it's quite good. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking granite. He looks just as thrilled as ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank. Thankfully, he's in all black there. Yeah. But uh, Harry also had a he had a a very uh, famous rich uncle in town named. Walter Van Rensselaer Barry Crosby, and he would have these uh, he would have these these lavish dinners <laughs> with and and the people that would show up would be people like Edith Wharton, Paul Valery, Jean Cocteau, 
Proust, Henry James, Sinclair Lewis. Hmm. I, know, uh, I know two people so far. A count and a countess, and uh, Marcel, Marshall Falk. Uh, Marshall Falk, the football player? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was, he was one of the guys who, uh, he was a famous French general who was there for the, the uh, World War I treaty. He was the guy who said, this is, a, this is a, something to the effect of like, this is not forever, this is 20 years. Mm, like, really? Yeah. Boy, well, they right. Yeah. Less. Uh, and uh, so, so uh, Polly described the knights as uh, a puree of wit, beauty, and bitchery. For I think Cousin Walter believed, as I do, that a woman without a touch of bitchery is like milk without vitamin D. Huh. They were putting vitamin D in milk back then? Yeah. Huh. Nice. Wow. What a nice uh, uh, joke. Is, Cros- <laughs> is Crosby a French name? Crosby. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. It depends uh, how you say it. I just always think of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Like it's, yeah. all, it's like a thing where I'm like, and young. And I'm thinking about just Dan <laughs> Crosby. You know what I mean? But I'm like, yeah. I mean, there's fucking, uh, there's plenty of French people. You know? Crosby. There are plenty of French people in the states. I mean, yeah, Crosby. <laughs> hmm. Not a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Sacre bleu. Now, uh, so at at one of these parties, the uh, uncle uh, he hears that the uncle had he had this vast like eight thousand. Books. He had eight thousand books. Uh, and 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 uh, priceless books. Uh, when he heard that Harry uh, wanted to do poetry, he convinced him to leave his banking job and start doing poetry full time. Oh yeah, crazy mm-hmm. French decisions. And uh, so uh, so uh, Harry uh, left the bank job and he took up poetry, gambling, opium, horses, death. <laughs> Death? Well, he's obsessed with death. So you oh, know, oh. Yeah. I thought you meant he died. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we all take a bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the last hobby you ever pick up. <laughs> Harry started painting his dick black. <laughs> it did not look bigger. <laughs> it's an optical illusion. It's, it's a, a shadow. <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, once he started taking up poetry, he started reading and learning about poetry, finally. And uh, th- after that, he, uh, he vowed to wear only dark blue suits with an artificial black gardenia in the buttonhole and a black knitted tie and to always go without a hat. <gasps> no hat? No hat. Sense. This guy is nuts. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> He's a crazy guy. Huh? He also enjoyed other women. Huh. Yeah. And usually gave them like a, he had a bunch of, bunch of. Of mistresses. He was a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Plus that Prince Albert. Yeah. French tickler on the end. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, God. Now, uh, Polly was always uh, top of the heap. Uh, he called her the the, uh, the Cremosy Queen because they lived in the Cremosy, the Crimson District. Mm. Uh, but he, uh, he had one, uh, one woman named Constance. He called her the Lady of the Golden Horse. Uh, he had many other many lovers, and uh, even one uh, one of them that uh, and and Polly put up with them. You know, she would take some of her own lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I mean, even, that's how she found him. Yeah, yeah. But she still wasn't. She wasn't really <laughs> thrilled about it, especially the fourteen uh, year old that he had nicknamed Nubile. What's that? N- Nubile. N- Nubile. Oh God. He would. He would. Uh, he would invite her over, and he would uh, sunbathe nude on the roof. And then they would have tea. And make and shadow puppets eat. with this guy. Yeah. Well, I heard if there's thatch on the roof, it's that fit it's for fit a, for a tenant. <laughs> I heard if there's grass on the field. Is that true, Matt? You can I thought you were going to say something about boof. 
No, 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 no. I heard that there's grass on run. the field. No, 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 no. Yeah, you can no, play no. ball, yeah, but no. and and if not, you can jump the fence and play in the mud. Oh God! Jesus Christ! I never heard that part. That's well, because you don't know me, man. <laughs> These are the rules of the road, yeah. man. Okay. <laughs> it's a gross road. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> there's mud everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one-way street of this. <laughs> Did I tell you about that thing? Dodger told me about it's like a video of like somebody somebody's like high school graduation where. People are getting fucking, they're like getting their diplomas. It's hot. Some kid goes up on stage. And Education is hot. And they're like, you know, it's fucking, uh, fucking Duncan Campbell or whatever. He's like, here's his quote from the yearbook. When the river runs red, take the dirt road instead. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, what the? Why would they put the quote? They thought it was like an inspirational thing. Yeah, I mean, thing. it is. Hey, take the road less traveled, whichever one it is. <laughs> take the dirt road instead. And, and you hear like just the audience go nuts immediately, obviously. Anal! <laughs> All right! That's my boy. That's what he said. I heard him say it. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I like the sound. <laughs> yeah. It's inspirational. Rhymes. I'm going to ford the river. I played Oregon Trail. So, uh, so the the lady of the golden horse, uh, her name is Constance, and uh, she was friends with with Polly, and and they would, uh, you know, they, they it was a, it was a a sort of thing where, um, which, which will come up later. Most of the women involved with with Harry, especially Constance, were like Yeti. Polly is the wife. I'm not gonna, f- I don't want to fuck that up. Yes, yeah. but I will sleep with this man when it's midnight and he comes over drunk. I'll fuck, yeah, him. I'll fuck him, or I'll, I mean, I'll do a, opium with him too. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's a rich guy with access. Mm-hmm. Who clearly at least one woman can stand him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like it's better yeah. for like you know for for a lot of these from the, a lot of these women's standpoint, it's better to have like one eighth of a oh, high I, status I, I, man than it is to have a whole piece of shit man. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, he comes right. by and fucks me and leaves yeah. a few fucking shekels. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. He's, he's smoke opium, you know. Dude, dude, opium's a well. Best also, friend. Constance, uh, she loved gambling on the horses too. Oh, yeah, so I was like, go out with uh, him and death. He'll oh, spend is, all his money. You know, is that why it's the golden horse? Was probably, it, it probably horse is. racing. It thing? Probably is. Okay. Um, or she pissed on him or something. Yeah, big old dong. <laughs> it sounds like a horse in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, so so it's a uh, um, it is uh, it's got to be mid twenties now, uh, mid to late twenties, and they uh, they. Uh, She's been, Polly's been writing poetry too, and um, Harry's been writing poetry, and they decide that they want to start publishing hmm. uh, their poet, hmm. their, their poetry. Rich people uh, shit, man. French people shit, man. But she feels Polly Crosby is not really a poetic name. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Harry's been, he's been in this phase where he's been obsessed with Edgar Allan Poe, and so he wants to make kind of a, a was it a, a, a cryptic? Or it's a, he's obsessed with cryptics, but he wants to make... An anagram? The C, he wants her to have a name with a C, so her name can overlap with his name and form a cross. <sighs> and okay. so they go through all these C names, and he says that he wants, he wants her name to sound like a, a caress. And so they go, oh, that's the name. Caress. They just add an E on the end of it, and now she is Caress Crosby. Uh-huh. Mm. And that's the name she'd use the rest of her life. CC, mother. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, she didn't really share his obsession with death, but or the letter C. Well, no, she did take caress. Okay. Um, you know, and they would have. Um, uh, uh, they had two dogs. One was named Narcisse Noir, and the other one was named Clitoris. Huh. 
With, I, with a Y. And funny thing, they can never find that no, fucking they, dog. They just, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> never came when they called. Caress <laughs> the clit. Yeah. They put up flyers. <laughs> Where's Clinton? Some people say that the dog never even existed. <laughs> a lot of people say it. Yeah. A lot of people are saying it. It's purely ornamental. Yeah. <laughs> but the dog loved being pet. Just yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And being bit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my nibble. Oh, Just my a little. I mean, he's a feisty little fucker. Mm-hmm. So she didn't share his obsession with death, but he was, he was reading a lot about suicide, mm-hmm. uh, and so they both signed a contract that they would uh, die together and cool. have their bodies cremated. Uh, uh, when when she was 33, she wrote about Harry's obsession with suicidal couples like Tristan and Yvold and Yzolt. And uh, she, she wrote, The death the others sh- choose shall lead us. Immortal is the path to love's bright star. Okay. That's poetry, you know? Yeah, dude, not real life. Yeah, it's like, raise your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. There's... Not a lot of kids in the picture with the opium and the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the cheating and the fuck. Uh, they even agreed on a hey, date. Hey mom, hey dad, what'd you guys get into? Oh, we're, uh, we're into opium and dying and poetry. Okay, cool. We're gonna leave. We signed a suicide pact uh, while you were gone. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. well, we're gonna go start a lemonade stand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you for thinking of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the the date. You're for, rich. You're fine. The date for the suicide pact was uh, October thirty first, nineteen forty two. Uh, a day which will live yeah. in obscurity. No, but that is that is that is that is the day that astronomers calculated that the Earth would be closest to the sun, because Harry was obsessed with the sun. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sounds like an astrology guy. Yeah, he had he had uh, he had the sun uh, tattooed on the sole of uh, of one of his feet. Ah, oh, soul, mm. solar, mm-hmm. sun. I get it. I get it. Why don't he pay attention to his actual sun? <laughs> well, you know, it was his stepson, Aaron. I'm obsessed yeah. with the sun. My son, not so much. <laughs> I mean, so big. Yeah, hot. Yeah. <laughs> I have a girlfriend that's younger than my son. Yeah, nubile. Nubile. Better than old bile. <laughs> but they uh, so so <laughs> once they signed this death pact, they started spending money like crazy. Yes, that'll do it. Yeah. Good yeah. move. That's and, nice. Uh, so so he they, he bought her a bunch of diamonds and and. Um, uh, and and his uncle, when his uncle died, his uncle in his will said, uh, "Edith Edith Wharton gets to choose whatever books she wants from the collection, but the rest go to Harry." And then he would just take random books, and he would do things like he would he would just walk outside to a market and just leave them on a table. He would go to used bookstores and write a really cheap price in them, and just no and way. It, these are priceless books. Really? Yeah. Oh He's giving God. them to the world, man. Yeah. Oh, you're you want the money to win. Yeah, I want yeah, the yeah. money to win. You, yeah. well, you're on the side of big money. I thought you were a socialite. Yeah, well, I, I would like it's a, if it's an important book, it probably should be. Uh, you know, like, oh, what not pass g- give not, it not, to not, a museum? Oh, or yeah, not yeah. pass around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Museum? You mean a library? Yeah, yeah, a library. A library. Yeah. That's what he did. <laughs> the world library. Matt doesn't want the fucking grubby little paupers getting their dirty, greasy little hands <laughs> on this fucking on this priceless I, knowledge. I think it's funny, but we have no idea what those I mean, books are. I mean, like, are all racist diatribes. Every single one. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is like, why the Negro? Jap- will- <laughs> <laughs> Japanese erotic fiction. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. It's all shit about, Man-made. like, how Asians are bad. China, you don't want to go there, and why? End of book. 
<laughs> so, so uh, older they, the book, the more fucked up it is. Priceless, dude. This is fucking Nazi memorabilia. It's nineteen. It's the nineteen twenties. I know. It's even more. Recent. <laughs> Why the Nazis were fucking were gentle in comparison. This is before, this is before they market tested. Yeah, their yeah, ideas. yeah. <laughs> now, see, the one thing he did that I don't object with is uh, uh, one time uh, uh, Caress had a bunch of jewels. And she was like, I, I don't know if I, I should have all these jewels. And so she's like, we should uh, at least put them away, uh, put them, bring them to the bank. And uh, he puts them in a bag and he, and he goes to bring, he gets, he gets in a carriage and goes to bring them to a bank. And then he sees a friend of his, he stops the carriage and he starts talking to the guy. And the person driving the carriage just drives off. That's great. I think that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. His friend was like, don't worry, buddy. I got the family jewels right here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Wow, you, why do you say it like that? <laughs> I'm related to Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they also, they did a lot of partying and a lot of fucking around. And uh, one of the most memorable parties is... Um, uh, they were at, they were they went to the, their art academy and there was a group of architecture students who was take they were taking a uh, a, a new drawing class mm, architecture Jan students playing yeah. Jenga okay yeah. and uh, drunk Jenga and uh, <laughs> and they they threw them an impromptu uh, Harry and, and Polly threw them an impromptu house party for the for the class because they enjoyed them so much they had thirty two bottles of wine for the occasion and as thanks the students invited them to their Quatre Arts Ball. It's like a yearly, what is called a, a Dionysian costume affair. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so for, for, for the occasion, Harry and Caress, they, uh, they stained themselves uh, with red ochre, their entire bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, Harry, uh, he wore a red loincloth and a necklace of three dead pigeons. Oh, God damn it. And he carried a bag of snakes with him. That's good. Okay. That's good. Uh, she put on a big turquoise. They were in red face. <laughs> she put on a big turquoise wig, wore a flimsy chemise, and went topless. Fuck. Uh, she won first uh, prize in the costume contest. Do we have a photograph of that? I fucking bet she did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she would later write, a firm breast was worth a thousand lifted faces. Dude, it is. Mm -hmm. And you got two of them. Uh -huh. That's 2,000 faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she won first prize, which was uh, 25 bottles of champagne, uh, and they uh, paraded around the party on their shoulders, the, the architecture. 12.5 uh, bottles per breast. Yeah. Uh, Harry's uh, uh, said he needed help washing off the ochre, so he took uh, three women back to the room with him. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him a good scrub. Down. <laughs> uh, she, does red ochre come out in turpentine? <laughs> <laughs> How many Asian hands does it take to scrub out red ochre from my grundle? <laughs> How many nubile servants does it take to scrub? <laughs> the red ochre and also the black paint off my car. <laughs> Does human saliva <laughs> dissolve red ochre? <laughs> Removing paint through dome work. <laughs> <laughs> Can urine wash over? <laughs> Shut 
should we take a break? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish the, the party story. Caress uh, uh, came back, and uh, she said that night they shared the bed with uh, seven people. So it must have been. Really, like, she really was. Yeah. She really was Polly. Yeah. <laughs> the Americans. But she she would also say later that she had an aversion to uh, uh, pink bubble baths. Ever since. Uh, ever since. Uh, yeah. That that. No scene. more Mr. Bubble, but yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, because of his red cork. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that'll do it. Yeah. Um, wow. Fuck. Damn. They shared the bed with how many? Seven, Seven. women. People. Okay. <laughs> There's no such thing as gender, dude. Dude, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, please don't I'm do that again. Right. Long hair, short hair, doesn't matter. Do not do that again on this program. <laughs> do not do that again on this I program. just want to know how many breasts and cocks. That's all. Enough. <sighs> so good. It's never enough. But I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we take a quick little break here? We'll take a quick Let's little break, it. folks, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Hey, okay, whoa. The boys. The boys. Matt, I told you during the break, I'm really enjoying this profile. Yeah, well, thank you. I like uh, I like this uh, this socialite thing, exploring that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not all murderers. But... Sometimes it's just good time. Some of them good time are. In... Well, what? Well, so, the one I did was. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, where were they? They just had an uh, epic party with a bunch of... Uh, uh, architecture students and did some probably uh, built an Eiffel Tower you know yeah. oh I get that yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they had they had wanted to publish uh, their their poetry for Ugh. for a bit and uh, so uh, so in 1927 they start uh, their own publishing company eventually at first they called it Narcisse Noir after their dog and then they eventually changed it to Black Sun Press because those are two of Harry's favorite things Black Hole Sun yeah but without the oh. No, that's pretty cool. Uh, but between, you know, with, with the connections they had made up uh, and their, their social connections and their artistic acumen, uh, in their first three years of the Black Sun Press, they published works by Ezra Pound, James Joyce, D.H. Lawrence, Archibald, Damn. Archibald McLean, Hemingway, Kay Boyle, Hart Crane, T.S. Eliot, Dorothy Parker, and uh, many others. They, uh, uh, they published uh, experimental poetry, a Hindu love manual they found on vacation in India. Oh. oh, were they blue? Oh, the the you mean the the art, the, the characters? Yeah, they were Cree or, or their avatars. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. They're fucking their tails together and shit. Mm. Oh God. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got the unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> I've obtained it. They uh, they published uh, letters to friends. They published their own poetry. They're also their own diaries too. Um, and <laughs> they have a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they would have, they would have, but because of, you know, because of, of, of who they were, uh, uh, writers felt comfortable coming to them with stuff that uh, couldn't be published elsewhere. Uh, D.H. Lawrence had a short novel called Sun, which was heavily redacted for being, uh, too pornographic. Mm. Uh, and they they published it as uh, he in, it, it, as he intended it to be published, uh, unchanged, so, unedited, uncensored, uncut, uh, so, gone so wild. The 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 uh, the ending, the closing sentence of the censored version of D. H. Lawrence's son is, um, it's a 
it's it's it, the, so the son is it's it's about this woman who American woman who who, who her sexuality is awakened in Italy, oh. and um, nice and you know she Rocco Savretti yeah. <laughs> It just smells. <laughs> it only smells. <laughs> and uh, and so in the in the, the for instance, in, the, in the censored version, the last sentence is: Nevertheless, her next child would be Maurice's. The fatal chain of continuity would cause it. But the uncensored, the Black Sun version was: She would feel her husband's feudal penis inside her once again. Feudal or futile? Futile. Oh, so just like. Yeah, because yeah, she'd been fucking around, and she's like, "Oh, great! I gotta have this guy's kid again." Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, futile is really is futile. Futile yeah. was <laughs> the name of the mm-hmm. young boy. He <laughs> 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 this is newborn. This is futile. <laughs> I think, I think, I think futile was her cousin. That's <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago to morning school. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I should stay here. Oh, probably. Oh, oh, I can't get out there in the sun. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, not only were were they able to offer the the authors uncensored publishing, but Yum. all of their books were hand printed by a master printer uh, that they had discovered one day when they were looking for like business cards or something. Uh, his name was uh, Roger Lescaré. Uh-huh. Uh, and he would, uh, he had his own uh, one-man print shop. He would do these delicate typefaces. All the covers were, uh, all the books featured unique paintings from artists they knew. Uh, and the covers were, were, were very, very artistic and very fancy and uh, beautifully bound. And during World War II, Liscaray would become a, an illegal printer during the French underground. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And they, their, their publishing house was based in... Uh, Paris. Paris? Yeah, and so so what they had is so she would do most of the legwork on, on these. Um, uh, th- this is um, the, their uh, uh, I believe this is the artist Alistair, if I have uh, yes, who who would who would paint one of their uh, covers covers, uh, and 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 he wrote uh, it was a t- it, it, about their office. It was tiny beyond belief, and yet contained an unbelievable amount of large objects. Here stood a massive hand press. There another one. By the wall, a case of type. Here a stack of paper. Bottles of ink. In short, all the delightful confusion of an old-fashioned printery. In the mellow light, the scene seemed like an etching by Rembrandt. In this absorbing atmosphere, time seemed of little importance. Everything was done leisurely, with infinite care. Papers were hand-woven, the ink special composition. On proofs that lay around the shop, I noticed the beautiful clarity of the type, the perfect spacing, the wide, elegant margins. Shit. It was kind of like book printing for, you know, people who took book printing seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I have, um, I have, uh, I have ideas. Uh, Well, would you like to see some pictures? Before, before, Mm -hmm. I, I would like to make my guesses. Okay. So what I'm thinking is like sort of art deco-y stuff uh, in, in art, and I'm thinking of a uniformity in, in sort of the look from the publishing house. No. I'm no, it, it, it would vary greatly. It depended on the book because it okay. depended on, they would go, each author would say, here's who I want to but even, do my even cover in some, or Even in something like text, I mean, like things like that. Uh, I imagine like a very niche publishing house uh, and sort of, um, you know, I mean, they have the money. Right, right, and uh, uh, and they're doing the fringe thing, but it seems like they would also want to put their own little imprint on it. Yeah, and they do. I mean, someone would later say that if you want to buy a Picasso from this time, if you want to buy 
any sort of art from this time in Paris is going to be an insane price. But you can get some of these books, which is all, which are also a relic from that time yeah. in Paris. I mean, in some of their books now, um, you know, I mean, four thousand dollars. Those names, dude, are fucking daffy. incredible. Like, I mean, just Joyce stuff. Like, yeah. So, so, um, so with Joyce, actually, uh, uh, I mean, I, I'll, let me let me show you some of the pictures. And and for the Patreon people, I'm gonna try to remember to to make like a a gallery for you folks. Oh, make them a gift. They're fine. So, uh, so for instance, this is uh, make him a gift. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is this is a book by Lawrence Stern, The Sentimental Journey. Oh, it's lovely. A very little uh, fa- fancy little thing. And this is uh, D. H. Lawrence's son. Gold uh, with the gold, gold on bound. there. Yeah. And then this is the James Joyce. Uh, this is uh, Tales Told of Shem and Sean, uh, and it was something that he was he was working on. His work in progress. Uh, and when they printed it, the last page only had two sentences on two lines on it. So the printer asked him if he could write some more. And so he wrote some more just so they could fill out the page. Oh, really? Oh. Wow. And, and, and the artwork on, on the right there is, is a portrait of James Joyce by, uh, Constantine Branskust. Uncanny likeness. Uh, yeah, wow, uh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's really uh, yes. fucking So for you, for you folks, it's two lines and then a, a, a spiral, a, a spiral mm-hmm. and then another line. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. It's and an uncanny that, resemblance. That, that and James Joyce goes, by golly, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Boy, it's like if farting that is a mirror. portrait yeah. of the artist as a young man. Yeah. 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 Uh, man, fucking. Do you think that's where you got the title? Um, I mean, it should have been Portrait of a Fartist. Dude. You know, he loved smelling his wife's farts. He's like, I can fucking yeah. pick her fart out in a room full of women, I'm dude. a bit of a shardist. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Here, Here's a here's a, a printing of The Sun they did by Harry Crosby where they made a tiny book. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The Tiny Sun. But I uh, know Caress was, she, she would say, you know, this is uh, The Bridge by Hart Crane. We'll get there. We're not quite there yet. But uh, Caress would say that um, she, Joyce... Was um, an interesting fellow in the, the in the way that he he was excited to work with him, but they they uh, they went to his house. Uh, oh, he was there at this time. Yeah, okay. they, they went to his, his apartment house for uh, for dinner once, and uh, there was no artwork on the walls. Mm. There was nothing on the walls. There was a, a bare table where everybody sat around and no food, and his his wife was constantly like hovering on the table. And oh, Joyce, Joyce didn't say a single thing until someone brought up. Um, I, I believe it was a, a tenor, and then he ran on, ran into his room and took a suitcase from out under his bed, and and finally like was like, look at all the the clippings of the tenor. I want to tell you all about the tenor, like the a singer. Yeah. Uh huh. What an asshole! What I just his, but, wa- his wife farted. Into- <laughs> he invited people over for dinner, and there's no food. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She farted, and he said dinner served. <laughs> dinner is served. You know, you've been served. Now, one day while they're at the, the printers, um, while they're working there, uh, a, a young uh, artist couple named uh, Franz de Gieter, uh from Amsterdam and his wife May, uh, they lived on a boat on the Seine. And uh, cool. Franz, was, Franz was an incredible painter. He was, he was um, very famous for his, his watercolors. Um, mm. huh. Look at that. Like that. Don't know what that is. No. <laughs> it's, don't know what, it's a flower and a... It's a still life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What, it looks what, like what a feather of, duster. What, what? 
What planet is that like fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a forbidden planet. I mean, he has some more ones you might recognize as landscapes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's acting like we're so stupid. Yeah. What is that? It's, it looks like a fucking monkey. It's a flower in a vase, John. What? It looks like, looks like a monkey that can hold up a sham wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. Looks like a, uh, looks like a palm tree on fire. What's his name? Franz de Gitter. De Gitter's classic monkey with ShamWow. ShamWow hasn't even been invented yet. It's my favorite, well, she was invented. Yeah, well, yeah. My favorite thing is uh, uh, the, the, the name of, of, of the fucking painting in Grand Budapest Hotel. Boy with Apple? Yeah. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Boy with Apple? Mm-hmm. So dumb. So, uh, so, so holding it by the stem. <laughs> yes. So, Fran- Franz was, uh, he, he was, uh, an up and coming, uh, uh, painter. And, uh, May was also, uh, talented as well. And she really liked to draw erotica. Oh, oh shit. I used to love drawing stuff like that in my notebook. Yeah. Were you, yeah. Good, were you what, good at it? Oh, yeah. I had to draw the lips and everything, you know? And, uh, uh, Folds. She, she published three books of, of erotica drawings. Uh, the last one was 1927, uh, uh, G-A-M-I-A-N-I, uh, which is also the name of a famous French uh, porno that I'll talk about <gasps> on Patreon from 1833. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'll show you. So here's from... Uh, L.A. One. That's not good. That looks like it's out of scary stories. Bro. Yeah, dude, that is scary stories. To tell yeah. in the dark. Oh, oh my god, that's a little. Is there a dildo on the table. Mm-hmm. Look at that. There, is, yep. there is a dildo on yep. the table. Uh, deck. So these are just three of them, but uh, here's one of my favorites. This is a good one. Oh, the oh the dog is eating the vagina. The, while also fucking himself with his tail. No, Holy dude. Sh- oh, he is. Well, maybe it's one of those dock tails. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe but it's he tucked does inside of him. He still has his balls. Yeah. Now, is that supposed to be her getting her vag licked by the no, fucking no, 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 that isn't May. Uh, May had uh, had uh, reddish blonde hair, I believe. Do you well, think this is black and white? It's grayscale. Do you think whenever do you think whenever dogs wag their tail, they're just looking for the rat? <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is Come it? Come on, one of these days. Uh, I'm gonna I can already you. I can already lick my own dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to look for the next best thing. Not in that Irish island, you can't. But uh, uh, so uh, uh, Harry, uh, they they lived on a boat on the on the river and and. And uh, they became fast friends with Harry and Caress. <laughs> and, and Matt Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a boat down by the river. Sin. A steady diet of Greer cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Dutch with the Some boat. Fromage. Yeah. But uh, so Harry and Caress would spend a lot of time with them. Uh, how, do you, how do you actually live on land? <laughs> <laughs> Harry and Chris would spend a lot of time with them, uh, hanging out, smoking hash and opium, and, and so good, and having orgies. Fucking so nice. Is New Bile coming over tonight? <laughs> dude, she's fucking old Bile now, dude. Oh Jesus! Bleh. Bleh. Old Bile, old Bile. You said it. I know, but it's gross, dude. <laughs> Uh, Caress would later. Uh, she would. Uh, uh, She's got a thatch on her. She would leave a, a picture with uh, with May, and and uh, she she would call these uh, our most passionate years. Mm. The opium orgies must yeah. be fucking. Dude, wait, so wait. These were like like good. these now come. Well, yeah, it's probably a pretty good time. Yeah, a bunch of stinky artists around. Yeah, all. yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking James Paris. Joyce going ape shit. Farting everywhere. Yeah. Oh god. In, uh, like in, blaming it on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> Be still. 
Uh, in 28, they would uh, they would take a trip to Egypt where Harry would uh, um, he would attempt he did get a back tattoo of the sun. Um, but oh, like Henry Rollins, a yeah, back piece. But it's but <laughs> tattoos were illegal in Egypt at the time, so uh, he eventually found like a They're guy illegal? to do it. They were illegal at the time, uh-huh. but he found a guy to do it. But the, they had to do it on the Nile in a boat, and the Mar- guy maritime law. The guy tied him up in the boat, and he did give him the tattoo. But as he was tied up in the boat, Caress was then sexually assaulted by the guy running, guy steering what? the boat. What? Yeah. Oh God. What the fuck is going on? Not a lot of good choices. Yeah. Jesus Christ! So the guy did the tattoo, and the other guy assaulted her. Yeah. And he knows about it? Well, well he, he saw it happening, but he was tied fucked. up. Why still give him the tattoo if you're like, hey, man, hey, man uh, dude, dude, deal's a deal. Deal's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt me. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. Egypt me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good, Aaron. Mm-hmm. At least he got the tattoo. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you think like, he looks at it? It's still a pretty good tattoo. Yeah. I remember the day I got this. Ooh. God damn it, dude. So you're just like, ah, and then, like, your fucking wife's over there like, ah, like, yeah. does it look good? Yeah. You know, caress. Uh, what a catastrophe. You know, in, 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 and they're always in a fucking river. <laughs> you know, what the fuck is going on? Caress would write about this and other similar type of scenes. Like anytime, anytime she was assaulted or, or raped, she would, you know, anytime. But she would downplay it, kind of almost in a way of like boys will be boys. Not, not acting like she wasn't in control in a way. Mm. Like you know, she was like, well, you know, I saw what he was trying to do, so I, I just kind of like, you know, played along a little bit and. Till we could get out of there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, how, like when she stripped very slowly. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you don't have to be tied up for a tattoo. No, but no, you, you well, don't have yeah. to be. You don't. You don't have to be. No, you should be. You know, probably like. Well, you know what? If the guy gets tied up, maybe my wife's in trouble. With one of these two guys. Yeah. It's a pretty stupid thing to do. And I think he was really dumb for doing that. Yeah, he that, certainly was. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, he definitely some was. Some weird sex stuff, man. You know, like, oh, yeah. tie me up. Boy. And then, like, you got to talk about the tattoo after as if yeah. there wasn't a rape oh, dirt. Yeah, what does yeah. it mean? Ugh. Dude. No, the real meaning What's is lost. What's the story behind your tattoo? You it's, uh, it's cool, right? <laughs> looks cool? It's like Henry Rollins. Huh. Yeah, it looks, looks like Henry Rollins. <laughs> So uh, back in, 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 later in 1928, they would um, uh, they were at a party and and they're at this house and the rumor was this is the house that Rousseau uh, had had stayed in Jean Jacques yeah mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, uh, they asked if they could rent it and so or buy it and they were the guy who who owned it at the time said yes and then the guy's mother found out and uh, she said. No, you can't sell it to them. But she did give them a twenty-year lease on it. Sell hey. or sell or rent? I thought you said rent. Uh, no, they they wanted to buy it. Yeah. And, and she said no, but I'll give you a twenty-year lease. Got it. Yeah, got it. yeah. Thank you. Right. And uh, it turns out Russo didn't actually stay there, but it was a quite a nice house. Oh. Uh, and it, it was uh, they called it Lumelin du Soleil, the middle of the sun. Hmm. Uh, it was three buildings with a courtyard in it, 
And the attic, they had an attic in one of them is full of bats, but it had this uh, this outdoor uh, roof that Harry could uh, sunbathe on. Uh, uh oh, Master White, Master White, you better put on your bloody SPF. The, ba- the bats are in the belfry, but the suns are. It's a, it's a UV factor of forty five today, Master White. <laughs> yeah, Master White. I think your cock's got too much sun. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the I paint. It's the paint. I promise your parents. <laughs> I will make sure you don't get melanoma. <laughs> I failed you. I failed you. You go in there pale as a bloody joker. You come out looking like paint. <laughs> you can Ten stop. lines everywhere. <laughs> a bloody disgrace. They saw the menagerie with uh, with burrows, whippets, schnauzers, afghans, cockatoos, pigeons, a parrot, and also a cheetah. Whippets? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, both both of the the clitoris and narcissists were, were both whippets. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Their their guests. They asked anytime a guest stayed over, they asked them to paint their name on the wall uh, near the entrance. Uh, they also found a cannon in the in the hayloft, and uh, so they brought it down on the grounds. And anytime a distinguished guest would arrive, they would fire the cannon off. That's dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Welcome. The fuck is going on? Did Harry start running in circles or anything? (laughs) 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 Just like, no, me. (laughs) That's 12. (laughs) Sometimes Harry just goes out in the yard and finds body packs. This is, uh, uh, okay, actually, no, I'll save that one. We're not not there yet. Uh, uh, He's edging us, dude. Domestically, though, it was not, uh, you know, not all fun and games. Harry uh, would get angry at Caress for having affairs, of course. Oh, yeah. Even though he was engaging in multiple. Of course, there's a lady with the... You wouldn't call them affairs. It was more like uh, you got tied up and she got raped. Yeah, well, that's different. But uh, there was a lady with the golden horse, of course, Constance Crowning crowning Shield Cooliged. Uh, She was uh, a socialite from Boston, right? Uh, she liked gambling, opium, and married men. Uh, but but again, like I said, she didn't want to take Harry uh, away from Caress. Her and Caress were actually friends. But the, 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 just the, a little trickle. The big problem was uh, this other woman from Boston named Josephine. Uh, How could she be a problem? Josephine Roch Bigelow. Uh, she was also married. She met uh, Harry when she was shopping for her uh, her marriage linen. <laughs> Her marriage linen? Her trousseau, they called it. Trousseau. Yeah. Uh, she was 10 years younger than than him. Uh, he called her the fire princess or the younger princess. The fire princess? Khaleesi. She probably fucking... Yeah. Probably pissed, pissed all over him because she worked the pole. Well, yeah. the fire princess is... But she's in Boston? It burned after you had Boston? Her name's Bigelow. He's over there fucking all these, like, like French people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I, like, you know what I want is fucking body packs. I want a fucking townie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking. T- <laughs> hey, you want to help me pick up my fucking marriage linen? <laughs> it's fucking wicked heavy. Shit, I gotta fucking wear. <laughs> I gotta wear this. I can't believe I gotta fucking wear this. <laughs> can't you give me one of those fucking jumbo jugs rags your fucking wife makes? <laughs> I look fucking retarded in this thing. Plus, I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> Now, so the problem with Josephine is that unlike uh, Constance, uh, she uh, she wanted Harry to herself. She she wouldn't let she didn't want Harry to be married. Uh, oh yeah, have yeah. anybody else? But you know, Caress, you know, she would put up with this for a while. She she would later write, uh, "He made me believe that our children balanced the account. Though beleaguered, I felt safe, still centered in the widening circle of his interests, and I knew it would be treason to even wish for a simpler love." Treason. 
Treason. Yeah. Well, so you can take what, from that what you like. Um, I don't know, man. I, I would say the treason is getting tied up and then letting your wife get fucking raped. That was on, just, on, do you think that was his kink? Like, oh, no, and she said he was very angry about that, which is... Yeah. She, oh, yeah, I bet he left a terrible review. Yeah. <laughs> fucking asshole. Got, t- got just, tied up, went for his rape. Tattoo was good. Yeah. Four out of five That's stars. like you stay around fucking Cairo and you fucking buy a hammer. Mm. And then you go back and it's fucking hammer time. <laughs> Yeah, you start fucking chipping away at the Sphinx, dude. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, dude, what? Hey, Come dude. on, your wife has huge cans. You know we tied you up. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And, uh, um, but, Very you know, angry. But we, we go. You're in denial, man. <laughs> uh, we, 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 uh, we go back to Josephine, though, and. That's why they denied it. All's Pharaoh in Love and War. Oh, damn it. <laughs> what? What? In, uh, in Jeffrey Wolf's book about uh, about Harry, uh, it's called Black Sun, he wrote uh, Josephine that uh, since her coming out party, she was known around Boston as a fast and, quote, bad egg. Oh. Uh, he wrote, one Boston lady who knew her called her swarthy with a good deal of sex appeal, as they say. Oh. Now, again, you know, it's one thing to, to say, this, but, you know, these are things that probably were said about Caress when mm-hmm. her her men were... Oh, happy with her. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, that fucking shit is like the oldest. Double standard. It's like, are we happy with you right now? Yeah. Because if you're like. If the, we're happy with you, you're progressive and, and you have a joie de vivre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't fuck us, well. Fast, then, swarthy? What the fuck are you talking about? Like. You're pale as fucking milk. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how people always go to like those, those same like kind of things. In like when they want to take somebody down, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they start like saying like, "Oh, there was this fucking sweaty," <laughs> like, yeah, like you know, like you you started painting a picture, and, and it's obvious with your word choices, mm-hmm. and it's embarrassing for you because like you're like we're not stupid, <laughs> you Some know, people are. yeah, that's true. You know, fast too. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, I'm doing fucking erotic poetry and yeah. shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I'm like, on opium. Well, no, nothing that, I'm doing. That, that's crass. I'm sorry, but you're saying these these were levied at Bigelow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so here's a here's a picture of uh, a caress in uh, nineteen. Oops, that's the wrong one. Uh, how old is she here? Where are you? Oh, she's... Come on, dude. Oh, sorry. Hold on, huh? Damn this infernal machine. Uh, she's uh, she's thirty six, thirty seven. Ooh, that's a good. That's nice. Oh, that's John. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm all right. I'm, she's got some mileage on her here, but still got some nice. Oh yeah, she looks very nice. Though. Yeah, uh, she's definitely taking care of mileage. Sun damage. Is so mean. Well, listen, man. That, sun damage. What are you fucking talking about? No, I'm about? saying she's she's taking she's taking good care so that she doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sun. So Harry's thirty one at this point. Uh, Josephine's twenty one. And uh, 1929, uh, near the end of 1929, Harry and Caress, they travel back to the United States to see their families separately. Uh, uh, separately. Well, because, you know, Caress's family is in New York City, and Harry's is in Boston. Does she go see Dick Peabody? No, no, she doesn't go to Boston. She, they actually, they take a boat over, and Constance is actually on the boat with them. Really? Yes, the Lady of the Golden Horse. Mm. And uh, uh, on you the love w- saying that. On the way there, Josephine says sends a, a radiogram and says, Harry, when you get to Boston, let me know. <laughs> I got an ass-whipping party waiting for your <laughs> wife in Constance. No, so, so 
they, they show up in Boston. Harry gets off. I don't know if Constance is too, but Harry gets off, uh, and Caress goes on her way to uh, New York City. And Harry then meets up with Josephine. Uh, they traveled to Detroit for three days of champagne, caviar, opium, and sex. Oh, my God. Boy, Detroit. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think well, Detroit. Well, you know, back then. caviar, Back then, caviar, back then you know, the yeah, cars yeah. and such. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Motor City. He was also, he was also probably, it seemed like a pretty rough lover. He bruised Josephine up enough that she went to a doctor. Who is this? Harry. Harry beat her up? Well, he's a goth guy. He's in BDSM, you know, a skinny puppy. <laughs> 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 That's the worst name. It's so bad. It's really off putting. And like, even like, I'll hear a song I like and I go, like, I can't believe you named yourself that. Skinny puppy. It's yeah. really off putting. It's like, we're Parvo. Parvo. It's Dude. dog disease. Oh, I don't know that. Puppies get. Yeah, sounds bad. Parvo. They get all skinny and emaciated. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, after, after the three days of uh, opium and sex and caviar and champagne, uh, he meets up with uh, Caress in, in New York. And one day uh, they're, they're looking out their, their hotel window and he, sh- he says, hey, you know, we should jump. And she goes, no, we've signed a pact. It's, the, you know, the mm-hmm. 40s. We'll do it then. Uh, a couple of days later, uh, Hart Crane is having a, a, a day-long party. And, uh, Hart, Harry, Hart Crane? Hart Crane, who was a, a, a famous uh, poet at the time. Mm. But, but he, well, he wouldn't be yet. He, he, was, on his, he was a friend of theirs. Uh, in a couple of years, he, they would publish... Uh, Black Sun Press would publish his first poem, The Bridge, mm. which would be a, a big hit. Karras mm. um, won. <laughs> but Hart Crane was a very famous poet who eventually, eventually would uh, commit suicide. Oh, Off the bridge? No, I believe it was of oven head. But it might not have been, I can't remember. Oven head? No. You mean he put his head in the oven? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plastic. Oven head. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't no, remember. The oven exactly. gave him head. Yeah. Oh. oh. Burns. Uh, mm. So Hart Crane has this, this, this day-long party, and Harry doesn't show up for the tea or the dinner. Uh, Caress calls a friend who, uh, who was an artist who she knew had a studio that Harry would uh, fuck around in. And the artist breaks down the door with an axe. He finds Harry and Josephine both dead in the bed, with uh, uh, each with one... One gunshot to the temple. Oh my god, he swapped out on the suicide pact? He chose Josephine Bigelow? He had a gun in one hand, he had Josephine in the other. It was initially ruled a suicide pact, and it would remain a, a, sui- a, a, a murder-suicide. But like a, a, suicide. It would remain a suicide pact, though a coroner would later determined that Josephine was dead for at least two hours before he was. Oh. Still, though, uh, the, uh, she, Josephine, the day before this happened, she had written Harry a poem... And the last line was, death is our marriage. Wow. She was speaking that goth language. Yeah. I love it. In a diary entry from the day before this happened, Harry wrote, one is not not in love unless one desires to die with one's beloved. There's only happiness. It is to love and to be loved. Uh, when, When Caress would later publish Harry's diary, she would delete this entry. Wow. Yes. Wow, rude, kind of. Yeah, and she would also later claim that- The thing is, in all fairness, and you know I love Caress, even though it's the stupidest fucking name. If you asked me to call you Caress, you'd be like, well, I, all right, I, 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 see. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I'd be like, no, I'm not calling you Caress. That'd be weird. Call me David Caress. But, <laughs> 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 but like, but he did ask her first. Oh, yeah. Uh, but even with the window. Let's jump. 
Yeah, I mean, well, look, like, look, she had cold feet. Let, well, I mean, Caress would also later claim that Harry died with his wedding ring on his finger and that she would wear it on a chain for the rest of her life. In fact, what actually happens is the police found the ring smashed in the floor and they had thrown it away. Huh. So, wait, who smashed it? Harry. Harry. <laughs> Uh, did, uh, fucking bitch wouldn't jump with me. You wouldn't do that. You'd, you'd die for me, right? <laughs> I fucking eat the fucking rifle for you, pal. Yeah. So, so, uh... <laughs> I got tied up for it and everything. She has the gall to get raped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, you know, so uh, a lot of, uh, you know, people, I guess, for Pound and, and, and other artists, they reached out to Caress and... Uh, and even D.H. Lawrence too, uh, but D.H. Lawrence would, would later in an interview, he would say this about Harry. He would, he would later write, uh, about Harry. He was Harry. a wanker. He said, uh, <laughs> he had always been too rich and too spoilt. Nothing to do but commit suicide. Yeah. What do you get for the men who has everything? Yeah. Suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you know I, I have a theory. Uh-huh. A theory? Yeah. Theory for Harry. I think it was like the two hours before. I think he was just like loving, like, oh, dude, it's a fucking dead body. Man, I mean, I really do. I think it was like like a morbid thing where he was going like, <laughs> I killed her, dude. Dude, I loved her so much. She's fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Brought him she, back to his circle. This is so awesome. Yeah, she yeah, he, started so run, he started running around the apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to tire himself out. Two he hours got jealous immediately. Two, two hours later, he fucking sat down. And he was like, all right, <laughs> all right, you bean town bro. Here I come. Oh, see you at the finish line. <laughs> I can run through the tape, you know. Mm -hmm. God, what a fucking bunch of lunatics! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think D.H. Lawrence is, is pretty spot on there. They must have had like the best opium orgasm of their life, and then were like, "It's not gonna get better than this." Yeah, man. You know, I mean, there's a thing there too, right? Where, I mean, I you know. It's it's annoying. I know we kind of hate these people, <laughs> but. You are also like you're coming out of World War One, and you're pretty nuts. Yeah, and you're seeing that World War Two is coming. Mm -hmm. Like everybody is, mm -hmm. and so I think yeah, there's there's a uh, um, just the air of futility, and I think it comes out in uh, a lot of the artwork, uh, you know, or uh, like writing they were publishing and mm -hmm. stuff too. Like this anxiety that the world is going through, especially if you're in the middle of it in Paris. Like yeah. holy fucking shit. So, and I think when you're like just, you know, rich and opulent and fucking bored. <laughs> well, this is also the time of like um, spiritualism and a lot of like end times prophecy mm -hmm. was, was, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, the world almost did end in World War <laughs> One and, and everybody's looking to the next thing that may offer some light at the end of the tunnel or some guidance. And so, Maybe like death is only the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Not that the afterlife is a new idea or anything, but like no, no, no. But like, I bet you these people went to fucking seances and all that shit, and they were like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it was a really it. far out <sighs> fun time. You know? Yeah. Uh, so so Caress would uh, she would she would mourn for uh, for a little bit and then she just went back to uh, publishing books for and black fucking Sun. guys and uh, you know she write she'd write her own poetry um, you know about Harry she write she wrote uh, I did not guess that matter beauty waited unawares to take your hand upon the evening stairs uh, what does that mean she had she had no idea that some uh, some crazy broad would <laughs> drag into the afterlife. Damn. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> when you're crawling up a ladder mm -hmm. and you hear a little splatter, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> publish it. 
Diarrhea. <laughs> I love the diarrhea is repeated. Yeah. <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah, not double. Diarrhea. Yeah. Some people think it's funny. I just think it's brown and runny. <laughs> I think I... <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. You got any good diarrhea poems? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So uh, in 1930, she published an edition uh, of Alice in Wonderland with with six lithographs by the artist uh, Marie L- Lorenzen. Hmm. Uh, and copies today for, go for about $4,000. Any Christmas. Um, she published Letters by Proust and Ezra Pound. She published Harry Crane's debut, The Bridge. Um, the Bridge. But <laughs> very good. Uh, at the age of, but you know, uh, at the age of thirty-seven, she had a heart attack. Oof. Um, Cocaine, opium, balls. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not a lot of running. Big titty bullshit. Not a lot of workouts. Yeah, uh, a lot of laying around. But uh, so in thirty-one, she does publish this beautiful edition of uh, Rene Crevel's Mister Knife, Miss Fork. Crevel was a surrealist. Uh, artist who would later uh, kill himself. Uh, and her belief was that he felt that the other surrealist artists were uh, lame. Oh, so I'm leaving? Yeah. yeah, this party's lame. Yeah. Really, really not proving your point. <laughs> <laughs> like, did well, they were like they were they were like Dolly. Fo- they were phoning it up. Yeah, yeah. He's going Dolly's gay. No, no, but yeah. <laughs> he's like, do you know it's surreal if I killed myself? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, fucking fucking, that's super real. Yeah, dude, fucking Louis Brunel is a fucking joke, dog. I just fuck this party sucks, and I'm out of here. <laughs> But, Diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> she 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 pub- <laughs> published this this trans- tra- translation of it with uh, with the art by Max Ernst, and uh, it's, hey. it's quite a lovely. Oh, that's uh, nice. I like that. It's very pretty, uh, ornate, and that's nice too. Yeah. I mean, is anybody talking about his work that much in the surrealist thing? Like, is it that much better? Well, I mean, he he, he was incredibly famous. Not enough. No. For <laughs> him, not, not enough. Yeah. No, I, I, I try a few more years. Huh. Well, no, you know, I know when he died. Probably got when we were more popular. Well, he wasn't young when he died. He, um, uh, but uh, uh, Cravel introduces her to Dali. He was a fan of Dali, and uh, they, she becomes friends with Dali. And in 1934, she uh, she's booking a transatlantic uh, boat ride back to America, and she says, "Dali, you and your wife, you have to you have to come with me." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you so, got to get chained to a bed. Well, it's you funny. You will be my spiritual warrior. <laughs> so, the, so the Dali's they have uh, that can. They they scrounge up some money for the trip. Uh, uh, Picasso uh, helps pay for it. They scrounge it up. Like yeah. what? He doesn't have money yet. No, no. I, he's oh, no, really? absolutely not. No. Uh, he's gonna come to America and then he has a lot of paintings, but he doesn't have any money. Uh, and so she uh, she brings him, uh, gets him on the boat, or you know, help, help gives him the idea and says, "I'll be with you." And the entire time, gives like him the idea. Well, yeah, because on the boat, him and his wife did not want to make the trip. They they did not want to be there the entire like most of the trip. He sat in his room, peering through the window with all of his artwork. Tied to him, because he was afraid someone would steal it. What a fucking idiot! He he had a string attached to each each work and attached to him. <laughs> each finger. I'm the walking yeah. museum. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> bring out the ideas. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! He was a, he was a character, as they say. I bet yeah. he was this fucking dumb mustache. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, 
It wasn't as fine of a mustache back then. He hadn't got the point on it, the, the yeah. tight point. Yeah. But, Even uh, worse. <laughs> but but the, the boat lands, it docks in New York. And what happened is anytime a boat like this would dock in New York, there'd be photographers and people. Uh, <laughs> Foreigners! Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> that was the headline of yeah. every news. Yeah. Foreigners! They're still coming. <laughs> These uh, boats will not quit. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about... They know about all the opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Like, this place is a fucking fire sale, buddy. They just steal shit and build shit and fucking... <laughs> dude, they're nuts. You gotta go. <laughs> but, uh, so, so you know, Cress, uh, this is her 34th trip or something like that across. And so, so she coaxes him out of the room that he can't leave because yeah, there's too many paintings but, tied to his body. But she knows, she knows the deal, and so she, uh, she, walks, deal, she walks down to the doc, to the reporters and the, the photographers, and she explains surrealism to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, man. You understand? His clocks are all fucked up. Uh, here's the deal, man. It's <laughs> like melting. It's like, it's like shit's whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fucking like doesn't that, make sense. The elephants are on stilts. The clocks are fucking running yeah. all. They're over like, the what floor. do you mean, Caress? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. She's got to give a fucking what two hour lecture before she, this guy comes out with fucking a whole fucking life's work. Ta- He's tape foreign. To- They're a little bit different. <laughs> but so she, 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 as she, as she gives this. Uh, explainer to them. Dolly is behind her, and he unwraps his picture of his of his wife. Oh, and so this not... is this is the intro of Dolly uh, in America for for both of these. Now people. I can tell that that is a human face, and that is a no. pork chop, a lamb chop on her shoulder. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, like Dolly. I mean, he could do like like. The completely like photorealistic stuff too, I think. Yes, I mean they all like all of like the best ones. Like they all like did that weird shit later, yeah, but yeah. like it was like they all they, had to be classically, classically trained. trained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so then, uh, so she, you know, that she helps introduce Dolly to to America in that way, and and he would later paint this picture of her mm-hmm. that oh. uh, it was not known it was her for for many years. Oh, it's very nice though. Yes, yeah. it does look like her. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and and no one knew who it was for years and years, and I think it was only like a decade ago that uh, people figured it out. Isn't it so funny how like she has like a look of like it's the thirties? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you isn't it weird? Definitely. Like yeah, it makes it well. A lot of it is like how they did their makeup and hair and eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And there's opium and then faces. general malnutrition. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. And just like the horror of life. <laughs> yeah, the thousand yard stare at thirty. <laughs> 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 But she, uh, she, she, and the Dollies, they, um, they, uh, when they get to New- when they're in New York, they throw the uh, Dream Ball, or the Ball on the Reek, and the Dream Dream Ball. This is uh, 1935. Mm. Uh, they go to Dolly's favorite restaurant in New York, and they throw the uh, this Dream Ball. It's um, guests were instructed. Guests were instructed to wear costumes that evoke their most recurrent dream. A person with the best costume will be rewarded with a Dolly print. Dolly's just himself with his paintings. Oh, no, no. Waiters and doormen were outfitted with accessories that Dolly and Caress picked out at Woolworths. Rhinestone tiaras, hair Humiliating. pieces. Humiliating. During the Great Depression. Wreaths of artificial roses. You're going to wear this. The most outrageous props included a 100-pound block of ice tied with a red, red ribbon and a carcass of a cow with a white veil on its head and its belly a gramophone that played French songs. Oh, French songs. Yeah. It was The party was covered in the Sunday Mirror. Dali appeared as a corpse in a tuxedo with a bandage wrapped around his head. Caress was dressed as a white horse of dream desire. Gala, the wife, her outfit was a 
It aroused a great deal of anger. In the middle of her headdress was placed a doll with a wound in its forehead that was filled with painted ants. Oh, God. A lobster clutched its skull, and a glove on each side served as wings. Uh, it was, you know, those are, these are a lot of Dali's favorite symbols, but the public <laughs> thought it, it was mocking the Lindbergh baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Oh, because the doll? Yeah, so they, they, the, the public was very... Uh, against the baby yeah. with the ants. They were like the lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, it's my wife's dream, dude. <laughs> it's my She's actually wife's... about this life. <laughs> and they're like, we got to help her find the fucking Lindbergh. <laughs> and Dolly, because of this, Dolly had to like apologize to the public and also fellow surrealists who thought he was demeaning their cause. Wow, yeah. really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, sad. The surrealists are like, dude... Don't you get it? <laughs> You're fucking up the surreal for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, I guess, I mean, the surreal thing to do would just be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm what? Uh, the apologies. Yeah. Do you know much about uh, Bunuel that he did the movie with? Who? Unchin Adelie. Oh, no, I don't. Dolly. No. It's a big good. But I know the movie. I've heard it. I surrealist, know the movie. Surrealist uh, French film. And then I think, he, I think he went to Mexico later. Yeah. Like, had like kind of a falling out. It seems like Dolly fell out with a few people. Yes, he was, he was quite a character, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so crazy to think about him coming over here in the 30s and just being like, hey, get a load of this weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And like, I mean, it's like, you know, you think about that versus something like the British invasion, <laughs> and you're going like, yeah, it's pop music. You're fine, but this guy's got like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's coming over like, uh, I got ideas about shit, <laughs> and she's going, it's cool. I'm rich. <laughs> you guys might not be ready for it, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Uh, so in 1936, she marries uh, Selbert Saffold Young, a.k.a. Bert. He was 18 years younger than her. He was a bit of a drunk and kind of stupid. She was, what, 38? Yeah. Nice. Uh, God damn. No, she was, uh, she was more. She was... Uh, what? Yeah, she was 44. All right, so she marries a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. Uh, the sex was good. She enjoyed that part. Oh. Uh, cool. Constance, the lady of the Golden Horse, uh, would, would write something to the effect of like, you shouldn't marry that guy. He is way dumber than you. Oh, I yeah. understand that you that he is hot. And she's like, "That's the point." <laughs> is Constance still in the picture? Well, they're still friends. Okay. Yeah. Caress. Uh, 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 she buys a. Uh, she she decides she wants to make her home in America again. She buys a farm in Virginia. She fixes it up. Good time to do it. And uh, she wanted to make it a place like artists could uh, could stay at. Uh, but you know, Bert would get drunk, and then they would have a fight. He'd leave for days and weeks, and. Um, eventually he gets drafted though and shit it's, it's 1940 um, 1940 she invites the Dollies down Henry Miller is already staying there with Annie Snin uh oh uh, Henry Miller not a big fan of Dolly felt him uh, Henry Miller the, the man who uh, fucked he, everybody he he and Caress had met in the 30s when he was trying to get her to publish Tropic of Cancer which was banned in the US for being pornographic oh yes 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 and at first she said when she read it she thought it was filth and then later she was like I, I was totally wrong about that I, oh wow interesting uh, so she wouldn't do it. No, no. Wow. But uh, she was friends with Nin and, and Miller, and um, around this time in the forties, uh, Miller, who 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 can't get anything published, he's being paid by uh, a rich man to write porn. Mm-hmm. And, nice. And he actually has Anis Nin and Caress write most of it. 
because they were better at it. No yeah. way. Yeah. Weird. Sex the guy that was banned for being too pornographic wasn't good at writing porn. Well, he wasn't as good as they were. He's like, I'm a great novelist. I don't, yeah. I don't write porn. He wasn't as good as the, those two ladies. Now, I don't, I, I don't know and if... dog comes in and sticks his snout. Huh? Huh? I don't know if this would later become... I mean, what he eventually sold a book to this guy called Opus Pistorum, uh, uh, which I believe is like under the under the the under the roof or something like that and, and but the thatch yeah something like that yeah. but uh, I don't know if, if that was written by Anisnin and Caress but that is some fucking super porn is it really good oh it's, it's it, there's a lot of good filth in there maybe we could do a reading of it yeah I think that one probably should in a Boston accent <laughs> he took off her undergarments <laughs> she doesn't have a Boston accent <laughs> no I know but it's just okay. to do it okay. her undergarments were soaked <laughs> how do oh, I wash these the guy had his fingers all up in it Jesus Christ what you know, the guy in the, in the book the guy calls his dick like John Tuesday <laughs> and he talks about like pretty cool just chick squirting he's like eating eating out Squirt, people squirting? having a having a threesome where the one woman's eating the other woman's asshole out oh, great yeah it is it is some hardcore writing John T that's so good I left her apartment her bed was covered in basic bitch piss <laughs> So I bailed and got the fuck out of there. Took a taxi, but went home, jacked off. I found it. I found. <laughs> I found. I found one review from a, a blog by Adonis sixty nine. Oh, oh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. And he said, he said, when he's upright, he said, I was having trouble sleeping one night, and so I read this book until three in the morning. I didn't finish it, but I had a hard on for twenty four hours. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Erotic fiction is good. Yeah. You said a neighbor. The written word. Mm. Uh, Jackie Treehorn said that the mind is actually the uh, the biggest er 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 erogenous zone. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Dude. Uh, uh, so uh, you know, they're all staying at the house, and and Caress, you know, she's uh, she's off trying to make some deals, and while Henry Miller and some deals like for art stuff. Yeah, okay. she wants to open up a gallery, and and um, and while Dolly and and the Millers are there. Uh, Bert shows up drunk with some lady <laughs> and he, he yells at everybody, kicks him out of the house. What a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Bert? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and then when Bert heard, like, a, a Caress and, and a friend of Dali's had a deal for the friend to sell a Dali painting and Bert heard about it and he tracked the lady down to California where he, uh, this is a, a, Bert arrived on a cattle train, sick with the flu and looking like a drifter, wearing, uh, quote, wearing the dirtiest pair of dungaroos and boots, not even a hat. He proceeded to dupe Miss Price, the, the friend, out of money, clothing, luggage, and jewelry. He pawned her $2,500 bracelet for $125. Oh, my God. He crashed her car, ran up her telephone bill, and used all her credit at the local liquor store. The final blow came when he tried to sabotage her attempt to sell the Dali painting that belonged to Caress. After he discovered that Caress intended to share the profit with Miss Price only. And then he informed Dali's agent that Caress was trying to sell the painting. And so it became a whole thing. And so eventually Caress was like, sex not that good. Yeah. Yeah. So she divorces, gotta go. she divorces him. Uh, she tries to join the war effort with the Red Cross, uh, but she was 49 and uh, she was missing three more teeth than they allowed. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. And they had some quota for how many teeth you needed, and she was missing yeah, sorry. too many. It's bad for morale. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. She could have been a head nurse. 
foot. With no wow, teeth. it was serious. John's not even. John, you're acting like look alive. Like, Come on, you know this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, honestly, she was needed there. <laughs> she was needed there. But uh, uh, later, that don't work. Later that year, 1941, she starts dating Canada Lee. Uh, Canada Lee is a guy I will profile at some point. He's uh, at this point he's famous for uh, his performance uh, in Richard Wright's Native Son on Broadway, directed by Orson Welles. Oh, oh, yes. ah. <laughs> I remember him well. Out of his mind. <laughs> But uh, it uh, it opened up her mind to how just I mean black people at all. Um, this was uh, oh he was a black guy. He was a black guy named Canada Lee. Canada Lee, yes, oh. uh, yes. And when I do his profile, you'll realize why no one knows what his name is because uh, you know he. Well, he was a black man. Yeah, but uh, he. And he, they people that people suck. No, he was he was eventually uh, a part of the. Um, Mounties, the Red Scare group, and and, oh, blacklisted. and blacklisted, and black, Mount, black guys wear red, yeah, and uh, uh, and her, her uh, some members of her family stopped talking to her when she uh, did this, and and then she, later she would admit the relationship from her memoir, and asked no way, and asked Anais Nin to just like call it a friendship, yeah, mm. dude, and weird it, man, yeah, weird. yeah, well, Anais Nin, she would respond to the to the letter about it, she'd say like, you know, I get it, like women. Women are crucified for telling all the truths, unlike men. See Mr. Miller, mm. referring to Henry Miller. Yes, like that guy is celebrated for the debauchery, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but, uh, uh, yeah, an, an interracial relationship, she feels like that might be a bad much, look. For her. Yeah, but yeah, dude, it's fucking. It's like I mean, it's still embarrassing that it's like a fucking thing in porn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, different price rates for inter. Like you go like you you still have like. Old hangups in this industry? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What the fuck is that? Yeah. That that is like a thing where you go like you guys gotta make a stand here, bro. Like this is embarrassing. Yeah. For an entire industry, like uncool. Yeah. I think it, it's 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 going, going away like, like, very better. quickly. Yeah, it better be, dude. That's in fucking humility. I'm boycotting dude. it until it does. I know. <laughs> She uh, uh, she would, she was start up she started up some art galleries one in D.C. another in Long Island. Uh, she would visit Ezra Pound. He was uh, he was held in the St. Elizabeth Psychiatric Hospital in D.C. for about fourteen years because uh, during the war he uh, became a prominent um, uh, speaker uh, 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 promoting fascism in Italy or Mussolini in Italy. At least. Who was doing this? Ezra Pound. Oh, really? Yes, and she would she would she would be friends with him for the rest of his life, and she would say like, "I always was trying to, I always believed that he didn't realize how bad the things he was doing uh, he did." I kind of get that because a lot of people got swept up in it. Sure, sure. And it, I mean, it was like a thing we were here just too in here. Like, yeah. Here. Oh, I mean, people were really like you know in in Britain and America were looking at Hitler and Mussolini fondly mm -hmm. and they were going like trains, tra trains are on time like that was the big thing it was just going like we don't care what's on the train fuck the bullshit like we yeah. just we get we get shit done and it was a thing and then it was yeah, it was national socialism. Like, even taking on the word socialism. That was just a PR move. There was it was a brilliant part PR yeah, move. It yeah. was to get, you know, more conservative uh, communists mm. along with their... Yeah. Their, there's yeah. nothing socialist about it. Yeah. No. Because, like, I, you know, uh, I tell you, uh, fucking uh, Goebbels was, like, my initial thing was, like, I was so 
transfixed by Hitler. And then he's like, and I still was, was very into socialism. And Hitler was not at all. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it turned me off so much. And we had to like, you know, really mend that before yeah. I became like the diehard Hitler guy. Right. Mm-hmm. We had to do a lot of meth and fuck each other. Yeah. 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 yeah that's what it takes. I mean, whatever it takes. She uh, uh, she started up a new lit- literary magazine called Portfolio, where she attempted to put collections from writers all, all around the world uh, into it. The third edition she published, Bukowski, is only second ever publishing. No way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she had uh, the issues. What had, year would that be? That was 40, fuck, he was 43, right. maybe, something like yeah. that. He was 24, and then he didn't write it for a decade. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. Uh, he drank. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, the you know featured work from Sartre, Camus, Matisse, Picasso. Uh, There's a Spanish uh, writer named Frederic, or poet Federico Garcia Lorca. Uh, oh, his, big, huge. His 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 work, Lament for the Death of the Bullfighter, uh, a very uh, and and it was it was very poignant because he was he was murdered less than a year later during the Civil War for being a gay socialist. Mm. And uh, then she went on. She founded the organization Women Against War, which is still around today. Uh, she started another thing called Citizens of the World. She tried to start a, a World Citizen Center in Delphi uh, with a design by Buckminster Fuller. No shit. And uh, the Greek uh, government uh, uh, arrested her when she showed up to do it. And she had to petition the U.S. government and various artists to get her out of huh. jail. Really? Uh, in 53, she publishes her autobiography, The Passionate Years, which she talks about those those heady times in Paris and... Mm-hmm. Heady oranges. Uh, it's it's well it's it's, it's largely well received. It's, uh, it's called an essential document of its era, mm. uh, and if, it would become a main source for all kinds of biographies about you know Picasso and all those people back really? then. You know, she was a you know first she, yeah front and center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she also bought a dilapidated castle north of Rome uh, called uh, Ro- Roca Cinebalda. Mm-hmm. Uh, she put electricity into it, and and by paying f- to electrify it, she actually electrified the entire town. Hmm. And uh, she put the Citizens of the World flag up there, and she allowed artists to rent out the rooms in the summer. In the winter, it was too cold to. Wow! Rent. She would have artists come in. The living theater would stay there for long periods when they were touring. Really? Uh, and uh, bellissima. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, uh, there's in '63. Uh, Snyder, the documentarian, I can't remember, I think it's Robert Snyder, he, he won an Academy Award for his um, documentary on the Sistine Chapel, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, he made a 26-minute documentary about her at the castle uh, and, 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 you know, cutting to pictures of her previous life. And, uh, and it, it uh, uh, let's see here. Do-do-do. Are you going to show us the joint? I'm going to show you. Uh, I'll show you just the beginning. I cannot find a quality version of it, but here's a fuzzy YouTube version uh, with her, uh, and this is her talking here. Based on the idea of making a film, Emily Lefting seized on the idea of making a film. I always say yes, and so I said yes to Emlyn when he wanted me to be Passion Plus in his movie. Uh-oh. Called Poem Me. Aaron, we're about to see... No, no. Shit. Damn it. Yeah. We saw uh, Cleavage. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. It looks like they were um, what you would call heavy hangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I, what I would... You would say. As they say. As they say. Yeah, cans. Yeah. Um, Jugs. Yeah. Jugs. 
But all, all uh, things Matt would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, say yes, caress or always yes, caress would 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 always yeah, dude. That's not okay. <sighs> that is always yes, caress. Is this a woman's been raped on a boat in Egypt. Not acceptable. Yeah, but she's. Wait, you're gonna tell her it's not acceptable? Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I love telling. Her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But much like you know, much like her earlier your writings about all of the you know, she was she was. I mean, celebrations for World War II. She was raped by a sailor, and she never. God fucking damn it! She said. She said I was raped, but I escaped. Damn it. And so Aaron doesn't believe these things happen. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. You're fucked up, dude. I yeah, am I'm fucked, fucked up. up. Fucked up. But you got learned about consent, dude. So, so stupid, dude. That was 63, the documentary. <laughs> uh, she 63? So, yeah. fuck. So how old is she then? She's about 70 then. And she and that that's her filmed in, in what year? No, that's 63. Old. That was her at 70 years old? No, that looks like an old movie. Bro. Yeah, that that's her. That she, looks, that's, she's much younger than that in that video of where she pulls That's from 1963. But it might have been released, but was it filmed then? What was it filmed? Because those are not 63 year old. I mean, what is she, Susan Sarandon? It's a fuzzy YouTube video in like, I don't know, yep. 400 quality. User, but, yeah. Yeah, but those breasts are not 60 something. But we didn't even see the full How do you breast. Know? <laughs> Could have been... They could have been. She her she would dye her hair a, a little bit. Well, so, she looked great. Yeah, she did look great. But uh, uh, you know, she would uh, continue to to try to put together more peace movements. Uh, but then uh, chronic bronchitis, asthma, and uh, congestive heart failure eventually uh, claimed her. Mm. January nineteen seventy, uh, she was seventy eight years old. Damn. Oh, so she would have been yeah seventy one around there uh, when they filmed it. Can we take a look at that again, just for historical? Yeah, for argument's sake. For body parts, body parts. See, the body parts are fucking. Fe- I mean, like Matt, you can see that. That, look, see that, that looks like a, that looks like a nineteen thirty like film. That is not. A that, that, that's not like the quality of of nineteen sixty three. I would say. Did I not tell you? I could not find. I a, don't like it when anybody raises their voice. <laughs> but do you I understand do not how like that it. doesn't look like a 60, 70 year old woman. I don't know. Maybe if you saw it in ten eighty HP, you would have a different. Feeling. Look at the suppleness of the breast and you, the fullness of the cheek. You can believe whatever you want to believe. This is from 1963. Listen, nobody wants to believe more than me that a 70-year-old woman can look like that. Yeah. But <laughs> nobody. Not a guy. Not, you can take any guy. Yeah. I want to believe. More than anybody. But that looks to be some uh, elder footage. Uh, listeners out there, uh, tell Matt he's wrong once, yeah. once you yeah. find out the truth. I'm going to take, take a screen grab of this so the patrons In can. the yeah. comments, just let us know uh, how old that shit is because yeah. it looks like they're like, like it's old movie yeah. shit. Dude, I don't know. She's in Rome. Maybe they have different, he's north of Rome in a castle. Well, I don't yeah, know. They, they don't that clean, Mediterranean yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah exactly. They don't, they don't clean the lens. Yeah. <laughs> Very bohemian attitudes and yeah. hygiene. <laughs> lens hygiene. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like her. That yeah, that's the story. I she's of a Chris real Crosby. mover and a shaker. Yeah, yeah. Did she? Um, did she, uh, did, we, did we ever hear anything about the kids ever again? Uh, Billy, uh, Billy died um, um, after embarrassment. Well, he, uh, him, and his wife le- left the oven on for warmth. Um, what? And he oven head. Yeah. Well. Unexpected. Are you being head. serious? No, seriously. Yeah, 
when he was about 35, I believe. Well, they were uh, trying to do one of those bake sales. Yeah, was yeah. he on a fucking allowance? Why is he leaving the oven open for heat? <laughs> uh, it Probably just a... Not Bonehead moves, but yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, Caress would, uh, she would... Uh, he can't go to boarding school. She would support and stay in contact with his wife for the rest of uh, Caress's life, at least. And uh, Pauline. And Pauline, uh, Pauline was... I think she, I think, I believe she married someone who was, uh, you know, well off. Um, I can't remember exactly. But um, at one point she did have an idea about writing a, a biography of her time uh, in Paris. And Yeah, how, it, how how rare was that? And Caress was like, well, I'm going to do that. And Pauline was like, well, this isn't, you, isn't a thing... I'm gonna do it. You can't just take it from yeah, me. Yeah, they they had a that's true relationship. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's just been like forward by my daughter. That's true. That's true. I'm pulling out strands. Pulling out strands. Jesus Christ. A lot uh, of strands of trauma. Yeah, a lot of strands yeah. of trauma. Yeah, it's a uh, um the the, the Buckminster Fuller. Uh, uh, I believe he gave the elegy at the funeral. Um, the eulogy? Eulogy. Elegy. Eulogy. You googly? It'd be good for you. Great googly movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the the kids were rather... Um, Rambunctious. Uh, Stupid. An afterthought. Yeah, yeah, yeah I were. mean, less for Caress, certainly for Harry. Unaccomplished. Uh, but Caress would, you know, she would. She was in correspondence with them, you know, for a, for her whole life. <sighs> the writing, your daughter, like, just go over there. Trying to fuck everybody in France. Yeah, I'm trying to get you another sister. Jesus, your stepdad's fucking a fourteen year old. How about that? <laughs> she could be your sister and your stepmom. How about that? <laughs> Newball. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Harry's a Harry's a shit. A bit of a cad. Yes, I did. Quite. I did. I did write cad. The word cad in, in my notes. Yes. Yeah. Cad is great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah. And you, but, said, uh, you said you would draw the folds, I believe. Oh, I, I make my, I, I nestle in the folds of the mm, flesh. Yes. Along with the new flesh. Yes. And the new bile. But I think, I, I think of, you know, if, 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 if you're going to be rich, probably one of the more helpful ways to do it, I suppose, is to publish artists and... Yeah, sure, and fuck them all. Yeah, I was very surprised when she would censor Tropic Cancer. I was like, "Damn, fuck!" Like, was she uncensored Tropic Cancer? No, she censored. Oh, no, no, well, no, she, she wouldn't take she it. She didn't on. publish. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, yes. which is you know, where are you going? Like, it, it's funny too because like when you were talking about that, I was thinking about like uh, you know Studio Canal, whatever is like mm. the film company that's just like, yeah, you got fucking weird shit. Like, we'll put it out. Yeah, yeah. And like so, like when Lynch couldn't sell like Mulholland Drive. Yeah. He just went there. Mm-hmm. It's still like the French thing. They'd be like, oh, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll fucking right. put that in any fucking... We put out the irreversible, so like... <laughs> but yeah, um, that was that was really lovely. A really nice. uh, a lot of uh, lot of heavy hitters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, lot, a lot of heavy hangers. Mm-hmm. A lot of heavy hangers. Mm-hmm. And the intersection of which really brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that was absolutely excellent. Thank you. I really, Thank you very much. I really the, liked the, the, it. The cramoisi... Queen. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that she still made bad decisions in the, in the later years with just like the fucking guys you met. Like yeah, yeah, Bert. Oh boy, I mean, yeah. Bert, Dick, Harry, Peabody. <laughs> oh my God, they're all fucking dodos. Yeah, well, Canada Lee was her probably her best, uh, best. You know, 
But yeah. she, but she was, uh, you know, she uh, she was obsessed with Harry for her, you know, the rest of her life after really? after he died. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. He's so full of angst. Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. cool. He's like, uh, you know, uh, Edgar from Twilight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Had a coke nail. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sup, dick face. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to shovel off this mortal coil. This <laughs> fucking thing is up. This big of body parts. It's fucking so gross, dude. <laughs> Check out my black ass nails. Oh, God. Coming at you live from Paris. <laughs> Look at this girl. She's fucking new bottles. <laughs> We should have the same nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> we got it at Claire's. <laughs> That's where I got my Prince Albert. <laughs> Dude, I got this Beantown Broad sailing over. <laughs> She's fucking, she means business. Her name is fucking Bigelow, dude. She's fucking out. I'm about to blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wild scene. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's a wild it's scene. It's a wild fucking scene. And we missed out on it. I kind of wonder how they were, like, treated around Paris, though. You know what I mean? Like, if they were just like, here we go with these rich American fucking J.O.'s. They loved it. I mean, it was, I mean, after the war, I'm sure the French were happy with the money, at least. People Uh, people showing up and Mm -hmm. buying shit. Yeah, you're saying after the First World War. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, no, but, like... I bet it was a lot. I bet it was a lot. I'm sure it was obnoxious. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, I, le- I I really thought as the story was going on, I was like, they're going to be there and Hitler rolls in. I was like, they're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it didn't. I was like, I was like, yeah, okay, I thought good, so too. good. Kind of glad it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it would have made them likable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the printer, that's that's the... Yeah. The guy's doing the illegal printing in the yeah. underground. Yeah, and it was like, you know, good-looking printing. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're like, Jesus Christ, this <laughs> yeah. poorly better written... Better than Le Mans. Yeah. yeah, he's going, oh my God, did you get the new Insurgent Weekly? <laughs> <laughs> they got porno on the back page. <laughs> <laughs> it's a with secret messages. Oh. <laughs> you can only find it if you come on it. <laughs> now, what do you think it means that the dog has its tail in its own ass? <laughs> <laughs> that, that means that the ship lives at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it means we don't eat this pussy. We can go fuck ourselves, sir. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Peter. Remember so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. Podcast Network.